127 open your toys cast the podcast dedicated to the four greatest action figure franchises of the 80s in all time and those are gi joe's star wars transformer and master of the universe that's nice great job great job and if you want to kick it with us you can find us at openyourtoys.com that is where we post these episodes you can subscribe through the rss feed if you're a googleite or a android person or a pc person and if you're a mac person you can go to the show notes at the top of the page we have links there to subscribe to our itunes feed our google play feed and our link to Stitcher Smart Radio. If you want to interact with us, we have Facebook and it's facebook.com slash open your toys cast or Twitter at open your toys or Instagram at open your toys or email team at open your toys dot com and then i thought we had a voicemail i was so happy i was like ah someone heard the show and they left us a voicemail no it was a it was a fucking uh uh tele telemarketer yeah i was like god (laughs) damn it uh if they want to find you lotus how can they do that uh just on youtube lotus stark and alias angel alias i fixed it in the show notes see see huh (laughs) even though i said it Um, wrong at the beginning (laughs) (laughs) it's okay uh they can find me on facebook.com slash alias angel alias sweet and youtube and it's been a while since you've put out a video though right yeah yeah i've been way too busy so yeah um deviantart i can uh, i got busy too and uh so find me on Facebook's the best. Now for DeviantArt, did you did you use that for your photography? Yeah, yeah, okay. my toy photos. Yeah, nice. um, but lately I've been posting on my face, face, Facebook first before anything. Yeah. So uh, when I have the time, I'll put it in DeviantArt. So. Oh, trust us. We know we we have <laughs> we had a post with twelve thousand reach, a post with eight thousand reach, all because <laughs> of AAA. Great job, dude. You're welcome. Um, let's see. And for me, I'm at facebook.com slash open your toys, Twitter at slick McFavorite, or email slick at open your toys.com. All right, ladies. 
Anyone not drinking water? How about let's start? <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to get silence. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm glad you guys are healthy. You're, you're getting you're getting hydrated. I like to hear that. Um, let's see. I think I've I think I've even drank this within the last few shows, but I just I've been loving it, so it's been making it into my build my own six packs quite a bit. Um, I'm drinking Tommyknocker Green Chili Ale, a blend of hot and mild Anaheim chilies infused in a refreshing lager. Um, let's see. It's got a 5.3 alcohol content. It's 27 IBUs. That's right where I like my IBUs. I don't like them real high. I like low IBUs. And it says, the Tommyknocker legend, Tommyknocker slipped into the mining camps of Idaho Springs in the 1800s with the discovery of gold in our mountains and streams. This mischievous elves, or these mischievous elves, though hardly ever seen, were often heard singing and working. They guided many fortunate miners from harm's way and to the gold that they sought. Oh, that's kind of a cool Mm. thing. Uh, yeah, so this is a local brewery. Idaho Springs is kind of a a town known as a stop before you. Uh, they're they're the like last McDonald's, last Carl's Jr., last Burger King before you get into the mountains where everybody goes skiing. So it, it's a fun stop off to get gas or get food, and they have uh, the Tommy Knockier Brewery started there, and they even have a restaurant. So it's kind of a a cool place to eat if, if traffic's real bad. Our our mountain treks from Denver you can be to Vale in two hours, and it can take you six hours to get back on like a a popular day. So lots of people take the time, go eat dinner with friends, that kind of thing to avoid the traffic. And uh, that's where I was first introduced to Tommy Knocker. And this is just an amazing beer. Not too much green chili, not too little, just perfect. So, uh, nice. I love it. If you can get it around you again, I don't know what kind of... It's even hard to find Tommy Knocker in Denver, and we're only two hours away from the brewery, so I bet it's probably kind of difficult around the country. But try if you can. It's amazing. Cool. All right. So I thought we were done with Hascon news, but nope. Here's all the actual news. Like, here's all the things that should have been reported during the weekend that weren't. Uh, First up, and I think we talked a little bit about these, um, and I think a little bit more so just about the fact that they had a panel during dinner. So that was very exclusive. Um, But we got some looks at vehicles that never made it to, well... I think that is it the AP. No, that's a that's a different APC. Um, but we get Hercules, which looks to have like a Titan missile uh, strapped to it. That thing looks mm. pretty crazy. Uh, I'll buy it. <laughs> <laughs> 
It does look pretty. I, I mean, it, it's a little reminiscent of Rolling Thunder, and to me, nothing touches yeah. Rolling Thunder. Oh my god, I love that vehicle so much. I wish mine wasn't just disintegrating as I try to play with it, but uh, <laughs> I lost. What? <laughs> the Rolling Thunder. You lost your Rolling Thunder. Oh, is it called Rolling Thunder? Rolling Thunder. Is it green? No, uh, sorry. I'm no, I'm talking about a vehicle that's similar to the Hercules one. Oh, um, it's is it back in the '80s? Yeah. Thunders. I'm gonna have to Google what that looks like because <laughs> I, I. Oh, I don't have that. Oh, yeah. Right. No, I, don't I have this. This is the one I wanted to hunt. <laughs> just be careful like i say mine mine was complete when i bought it and now just tabs uh panels just everything like i try to move it and it just cracks oh. off you know? so what is uh what's the reason for that i mean it's it's is it is it a special is it like gold plastic syndrome i mean what what's the problem with the plastic it, it's not as fragile as gold syndrome where you're literally just applying any kind of pressure. All mm-hmm. I can think of is it was, it was a semi later run vehicle. So they, in my, at least in my experience, a lot of the older vehicles, they just don't have the, they don't have the plastic stain power. Mm-hmm. You know, you can still get original Hiss tanks, you can still get original Wolverines and and like maybe the tow rope is busted on some of those old vehicles, but the vehicle chassis and all that are all in place. It it does have a lot of moving parts. Like it has two 360 turrets. It has the large missiles it launches has has uh i think uh eight to 16 like smaller missiles and clear doors in the missile so those clear doors always break so i think it's just old and i think it was a fun vehicle to play with you know so a lot of them got a lot of play wear but yeah it is it does seem out of place compared to most of the vintage vehicles i have Mm. Oh, I just found the reason. It says here you have to wear blue gloves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you set me That's up. That's why your shit's <laughs> falling apart. <laughs> so we look at it. <laughs> so... Um, if you take a look at that first slide, that's a pretty impressive haul from from the show. Um, you've got the Transformers and Star Wars exclusives up there. Looks like ponies. They're offering the Missile Command. You have the package art. That thing is good size because I have the Missile Command thing, and look, it's the one with the GI Joe mm-hmm. headquarters. Like that is a good size. I think they were eleven by seventeens. Um, you get some proof card styling things looking like the V2 snake eyes down there. And then I don't know if this was official, but it looks like you get like a creator's file cards because it has pictures of real people there. Mm. Cool. Um, this guy looks like he picked up some cell art from there as well. I don't know if this was part of, oh, that's uh, the art portfolio set. Mm-hmm. Where they were saying you're going to get real cells. Unfortunately, it's the Deke series. It's not. Uh, 
it's right. not Sunbow, but mm. um, I like the packaging art book with with like the blueprint style cover. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. Sorry, I'm just kind of like blowing through these slides. Uh, here's mm-hmm. some other concept drawings down at the bottom. Uh, you get what looks like to be, it's called the Blast, but it really looks really close to the Defiant. I need to do more research when I, I, I just kind of scan the articles. I'm like, oh yeah, this is toy related. So this is something that um, a VIP, G.I. Joe VIP Hascon member will get complete right for each member attending me so they got um i believe they got the pack i'll see and they might be check out all the new vip package yeah because the exclusives they didn't get free as far as i know i oh no yeah yeah they had to pay for that yeah Yeah. but i think the packaging art was part of the vip package Mm -hmm. as well as the sell art and then the other ones might just be swag. There's an article mm-hmm. here from Generals Joe's uh, Justin Bell over there where um, he just went on Saturday as general admission. So uh, take a look at our links there. He was saying it was so family friendly, just and it was bot like the display area was BotCon plus JoeCon times ten, which. BotCon and JoeCon have pretty big display areas for being such specific small cons. Um, And then we have another post uh, from somebody on his tank that talks about the VIP stuff. So how Friday went, how the dinner went on Saturday. Um, But Justin, Justin said like, oh, next year, it's it's VIP all the way from what he heard. <laughs> he has a couple links to um, 3D Joe's and Full Force. Uh, Full Force is the UK podcast that Christopher McLeod is on. And uh, mm-hmm. they did the VIP experience. And those links will take you to everything that happened. It, it really did seem kind of like Super JoeCon. You know, it seemed like JoeCon, and then they had all these other things that you could do, too, which makes it super family-friendly, you know? Like, Jessica doesn't want to go to a G.I. JoeCon, but if they had My Little Pony and all these things that McKinsey's interested in, too, that might make it a little bit more inviting for a family trip. So pretty impressive um i don't know if i have a job maybe i'll go to it next year (laughs) Mm -hmm. i I would hope i would have a job by this time next year yeah and the vip you'll definitely do the vip right if you were yeah i would think so because you can't Mm -hmm. even go to friday like you couldn't friday was all the gi joe panels and you couldn't even go to that unless you were vip like general admission was only was only saturday and sunday so, yeah, I mean, I would definitely do VIP. Uh, for Star Wars, uh, we we got a little bit of look at this last week, but uh, uh, Alias Angel Alias, you... Did I do it? No, I said it right this time. I need to just start saying AAA. 
You were, yeah, you could do that. <laughs> you you were not with us. Um, so what are you thinking about the clone turbo or not the clone? The uh, the tank from the from Force Rogue Awakens? One. Rogue One. Oh, it's the Rogue One. Oh, okay. Yeah, Imperial uh, tank with pilot. Actually, this is awesome because um, this is the first time seeing this. <laughs> I'm glad you put it up here. Wow, yeah. you can see all the different pieces. Yeah, I love uh, how they show like an exploded view of all the parts. That is pretty wicked. Uh, where do I sign up? <laughs> and then <laughs> and then we get the continuation of the vintage carded series. Uh, could care less about uh, the new Force Awakens one, the Ray and the First Order Trooper. But I'm so excited that we're getting a Rebel Soldier Hoth. That was one of the glaring omissions from from the original line. Um, now, these are most likely repacks, right? I mean, th- that yeah. Ray was pretty close to perfect in her Black Series release. So do you collect these? Triple A? Uh, I do. I collect all the VC um, prior a uh, couple years back, I think. Got and it. now they're putting in the vintage card again. And I bought these already. These Rogue One characters and Force Awaken in the um, Black Series 4-inch or three, four, 3 and 3 quarter inch So I don't know if I double dip, you know. Mm-hmm. I have that Kylo. I have the Ray. June or so, you know, so yeah. uh, it's a tough call. If I want to buy them again, then I'll keep them in on card. So that's about it. And then we get a little bit of a spoiler here. Well, I don't know if it's a spoiler. We get an outfit change for uh, uh, Mr. <laughs> Old Luke. Unfortunately, this is in the five POS sets. Mm-hmm. We, we get what some people would think it would say is the first uh uh homosexual couple in star <laughs> wars lore we get a uh, chiru henry and Baz or baz and a two-pack that's perfect now yeah. they're in two packs exactly you gotta love it <laughs> um mm-hmm. we get a oh this oh that's kind of a cool one i didn't even see this when i first looked at it we get uh rose in her first order disguise with the bb8 and the bb9e <laughs> so that's kind of a cool little three pack to do there wow spoiler <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> Yeah, this is why Jessica's like, uh, my boss keeps asking, like, how are you on all the spoilers and stuff? And I'm like, well, we have a toys, a toy news show. So unfortunately, I get spoiled way more than I've. To me, these are like big spoilers, but we have to kind of talk about them, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get, uh, what are they calling this? I can't see the card back. Leia in like a more uh, senatorial uh, it says something Leia Organa on the card and I just can't see it yeah I can't see mm-hmm. let me see is there another picture that shows her card oh no not that one no no what is Chewie looking at <laughs> <laughs> that Chewie <laughs> is the weirdest Chewie oh I think it says General Leia Organa that's the AL oh. that we see. So, 
So cool new stuff for people. Not who likes not me necessarily. Yeah. (laughs) Now I have a five POA Luke, but that's uh, he actually came in extremely handy. I I saw him and I was like, I love that look of Luke. Uh, Mm -hmm. But it came in super handy because I finally found the Black Series, three and three quarter Black Series version. And the molded cape from the 5POA one fits perfect on the Black Series one. I don't like soft good capes ever or or robes, anything like that. I want molded. So I took the big goofy three and three quarter one off and gave him the 5POA one. And now he is my perfect Luke. He's a a super articulated guy that just stands in a robe and that's it. And that's the way I like it. (laughs) <laughs> that's great yeah i like i like plastic mold cape too um there's certain ones that are done correctly if it's you know if they've done it cloth and it's done correctly i like them but majority i think plastic cape works better and it's uh it just flow right that's how they were designed to drape so what song is that from that's the way i like it it was that's the way <laughs> <laughs> how so, to put in that song you know. <laughs> so you may not have an opinion on the star wars but at least in regards to your statues i've always i've always wondered this because you have the premium formats right those include soft goods so what is your preference lotus when it comes to statues would you rather have soft goods for that like texture no okay. so um yeah i'm I've actually sold uh, pretty much almost all of my uh, sideshow premium uh, um, format statues. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still have a movie Hulk, and he does have soft good shorts. Uh, I prefer fully sculpted. Um, I think it takes a lot more energy and a lot more creativity to actually make something look like it's a soft good. But it's really not a soft good. It is literally a sculpted detail. So I, I, I prefer purchasing sculpted detail over soft goods at this point. Good. A man after my own heart besides <laughs> that they're statues. I think it's a I think it's a cop out. I think they're basically, you know, they're using soft goods um as a as a way to hide imperfections. When you have a fully sculpted figure, you have to look at all of the sculpt and the paintwork has to be flawless to make it look and represent like an actual, you know, different type of a media. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely into sculpted detail. It's a lot more effort. And if I'm spending that kind of money, I want, you know, I want to see where that money is going, you know. And if you just slide clothes over something, I just don't feel. Now, Hot Toys is different. I mean, Hot Toys, that's a different thing because, you know, it the 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 sewing of the outfits to make them you know that miniature scale that's that takes a lot of creativity to do that mm-hmm. so it's a little bit different to be in you know that you know a one six scale or a one quarter scale with a soft good so I don't know it's it's just it's different for every type of collectible I guess yeah that I I never thought about it is, is how much easier it is to just throw a soft good cape in there 
you know, yep. and and I bet the guy in charge of of sourcing soft goods with factories is like, "Fuck you! It is not easy." <laughs> Do you realize mm-hmm. how poorly they sew this shit? And you're lucky you get it as that good, you know. But I agree with you. I, I'm like, it's oh god. So the the black series slides that they showed at Hascon, they it looks like they walk everybody through the. Uh, process of designing the old luke black series six inch figure and that speaking of soft goods that is the worst soft goods i have seen in i don't know five years his cloak uh whatever you want to call it is like i say uh, and and bobby skullface pointed this out on his review like you literally have to point the head forward shove as much of the cloak as you can under his hair at his neckline and then put the head back and you can get a semi-decent pose with it just standing there you know um he did the he did the wet technique um it in i don't know if you've ever done this with statues or other figures you've owned lotus or or triple a but uh mm. if you ever have soft goods you just soak it wet kind of position it the way you want it on the figure and let it dry that way and it'll kind of conform to that shape if you don't play with it a lot so that's one of the tricks to getting around all this soft goods that Hasbro's trying to use nowadays. Yeah, I mean, but it does, it, it is the material. Like I said, I mean, I've, believe me, I, I had a lot of hot toys, and I have to give them credit that the tailoring on those clothes, like the Joker's jacket, it's amazing. It's mm-hmm. inter- interlined, all the stitches on the inner line. You thought, if I would do a, a close-up picture on it, you would think it's a real jacket. So. Now, I have one question about that, because I was watching, I think I was watching... Again, God, he gets shameless plugs on here, and that's just, I guess, good. Is uh, Bobby was doing the old Luke hot toys, and a and a thought occurred to me that never occurred to me. So while they have clothes, those clothes are are for the most part not removable, right? I mean, they don't they don't design them in a way that you can take off all his robes, sure. right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're removable. Yeah. I mean, you on for, on purpose, like all the time, like they go out of their way to make sure they're removable. No. Okay. No. I mean, no. It, it's it's not that. I mean, uh, there's there's many people out there that are buying the they're buying actual Hot Toys bodies, and you know, basically, you know, buying different clothes and pretty much making other characters that Hot Toys doesn't actually, you know, hasn't actually made yet. So there's a whole market there for tailored 1-6 clothes. And, you know, people charge hundreds of dollars for pants and a jacket, you know, just to tailor it. Um, But, yeah, I mean, they have different different bodies. And, um, you know, they're not, like, you know, if you're talking about Captain America or something like that, or Spider-Man, if you remove that suit, you're, you're screwed. You, you would never be able to get that suit back on. Okay. Uh, 
yeah. So for Spider-Man's, you know, that the Superman, that the texture like that, you wouldn't be able to remove. Um, but for for something like that, like that, for a Star Wars figure, you definitely would be able to remove the jacket. I mean, for me, I had the the like the Joker, for example. Um, you know, I I could I could take off his um, you know his jacket, could take off his 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 shirt has little buttons. Um, I mean, it's it's like really a working buttons. Working buttons. Nice. Yes. See, that's yes. awesome. Well, I can roll with that. That's a little bit better because that's what I was thinking. Looking at that, it's like there's no way you can take that off. So somehow they're they're assembling it with clothes on. So that's kind of cool. That that like you say, the Spider Man. That's next to impossible, right? Unless you're using material yeah. that could stretch, but. Um, let's see. So we talked about General Joe's thoughts. Again, we have links in our show notes, top of the page at OpenYourToys.com. If you want to hear what Justin had to say, being a general admission guy with kids, um, then we have more thoughts. That's the link to the His Tank uh, member that posted their experience about the VIP. Now, it's kind of weird, and he talks around this. He's a Magic fan, so he actually did the Magic the gathering vip experience but he talks about how they're similar and different um and then exclusives so the con happened and the exclusives already went on sale and they went quick i i'd like just happened to drop mckenzie off come home and i'm like i'm gonna check that because i had appointments all day that day and i was actually gonna ask one of you guys to like monitor the site and get me this and get me that. I came home from dropping her off and they must have just got on sale because everything was available. Um, yeah. I, I had, had absolutely no time. I, I didn't even, I, I, by the time you guys posted that, I mean, uh, everything was gone. I mean, yeah. I, I would have loved to get RC. I mean, but you know, it's good. I mean, I, I didn't buy it. And uh, so there it is. <laughs> you save 25 bucks. You save, save the money, and I stayed away from retail once again. There you go. So um, I was able to get the RC. I got a Rex, even though the Deco is awful. So I, I'm i going to see what happens with that. I got the power bank. because Really? I, you bought the power bank? Yeah, I did. It. It's still okay. available. Oh. I, I'm a big fan of Laser Prime. Uh, the, the awesome play feature of the sword lighting up from a battery pack that's plugged in yeah i I, i'm a junkie for that like i would love a laser he-man i'll never have a real one i'm hoping they'll remake it not the the mattel one but an actual late oh the mattel one does light up i forgot about that so good i'm good there but uh I love battery packs in general. I'm a, I'm a prepared guy, so I love that. It's, granted, it's only six thousand ma, but uh, and then I'm a prime collector, so it. I was like, this is ridiculous. I shouldn't be buying this. This thing's gonna go for twenty bucks. <laughs> go for twenty bucks on Black Friday, but I still got it. Um, I got the, uh, let's see. I think that was it. Cause I had already gotten the Comic-Con stuff, uh, the Comic-Con stuff, but that went available too. So the missile headquarters was available. The revolution 
16 figure box set was available. Uh, did you grab that one? I had already gotten it from Comic-Con. Oh, you did. Yeah. I see. That's the only one I was, um, kind of contemplating just during the time of, um, when it was up online that day. Yeah. Uh, then I waited too long deciding. <laughs> and thought, that was the one <sighs> that you posted, right? That that was yeah, the one yeah. picture. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So right now, that, if you're interested, you can still get the Optimus Power Bank. You can still get the SDCC uh, uh, Optimus Prime with a piece of tire. And then what's actually there's controversy. There's actually controversy behind that, by the way. Yeah. We, maybe it was early. No, you would have been on the show. It's been within the last few shows, right? That this is all just bullshit. Cause how could you have, how could you <laughs> oh, have 5,000 pieces of tire or something, yeah. whatever it comes out to the, the, the thing was, is some people are not receiving the piece of tire. Oh, so, oh, so this just, is a different controversy. This is a different, yeah, it's a different controversy. It's ba- you know, some of them are coming without the tire piece, and people are upset because they wanted the piece of rubber. <laughs> I, I'll tell you I, what, I, it's I the only fault. reason so, why I would want it, you know. I, 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 I buy uh, rubber mulch uh, for my... <laughs> My uh, flower bed. So, uh, if you need if you need a piece of tire, rubber mulch <laughs> is just ground up tire. It, it comes in black and brown. You can get it at Lowe's and Home Depot. It's about six bu- six bucks for a half a cubic uh, yard. So, uh, you can have all of the the Transformers tire that you would like if you need some. Well, why stop there? And we'll put you a. And we'll print you the certificate when it's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Make your certificate official. Open your toys. Uh, rubber, uh, tire. Um, the one thing I'm actually kind of surprised that's still available. Uh, I guess people just aren't falling for their tricks anymore. I mean, they kind of did with the. Uh, well, the Rex came with extra weapons that the retail released. So different deco, extra weapons. So I could see maybe that selling out. The Luke and Ray were identical just different packages. Um, but it's still available from San Diego Comic-Con, the two-pack. And that's mm-hmm. one, if you're a mint and box collector, like I am, I have I have a standard release, old Luke, that I opened up. I returned my, I returned my Ray, because I was like, eh, because I have this set, and it's kind of cool, uh, they face each other and then they have a slip cover uh, yeah. for the box from San Diego Comic-Con. And then what I have is I have mine opened. So there it's mint in box. So it kind of has this cool kind of uh, folding box set look to it. But it's So still- if you had the regular, can you take the the two boxes and set them next to each other and then kind of fold them at an angle so they can face or you can't do that with the retail you could but it's it's uh being if you look at it you're like oh there's two retail boxes sitting next to each other like that so this looks different okay yeah and just slightly but it's more kind of uh again this is where i get suckered in because i'm a designer the package design is super important to me. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
And so, like, I bought the Man of Steel uh, two-pack from Mattel because it had Superman and Zod fighting, okay? I knew these were going to be, you know, 15 to $20 figures when they released at retail, but they had this box where there was a battle damage city in the background and this kind of stuff, and they looked like they were attacking each other. So I paid a fifty, uh, or not a fifty. I paid a a ten to twenty dollar premium for that packaging. And oh yeah, it, yeah. I'm so. I'm with you. I mean, I'm totally with you on that. I mean, that the the IDW Revolution sixteen figure box set, it's freaking amazing. It's yeah, beautiful. It's awesome the way it's displayed in there. I'm with you 100%. I'm with you. Exactly. Yeah, it almost makes me wish I didn't have to open my, uh, or I didn't open my SDC Metroplex, you know. Yeah, uh, I'm still. It's still sitting in its Hasbro box? Oh, no. I have it removed out of the Hasbro box, okay. but I didn't actually open it. But. <laughs> Yeah. So you're you consider that you guys are on the wrong like show. Really keeping it in the shipper? <laughs> no, no, you're no. The, the shipper? No, no. The packaging for that when you lifted it off and it was in the clear two-way clamshell. Yeah. yeah. Like that would be amazing to display it like that, but there's no way I could do that. I had to take it out and play with it, you know. So And alias you better have opened yours. Oh yeah, so many times. <laughs> I just have to put it back. You know how like uh, what I do. Uh, uh, that it's what I do when I uh, remember I was telling you the story. Like with my old Metroplex, I usually I, I take it out and then I put it right back into the box when I put it into um, into my storage. And then if I want it, I take it back out again because he's just you know too big really to display <laughs> anything. Um, and he, I, I don't like my stuff collecting dust either. So mm. kind of a particular. Well, that's why you just buy, uh, you know, cabinets. Yeah, I have them too. And but you take the box and you put the box inside the cabinet. See, this and then is the box, no, 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 that's not me. Yeah, that, I, that's just be right. displaying the box. <laughs> well, the figure is still in the I, box. The Metroplex is in the box, sealed <laughs> in a window. No, he's standing up. He's awesome, and he's behind glass. <laughs> it, actually, it makes me feel like I'm in a store. I don't want to feel that. It's I want my figure out. Toys R Us is gone. <laughs> I was going to say, I see people's collections where it's their whole like box collection and they make yeah. it look like a store. And yeah, I and love I it. Oh, I, <laughs> I can't. Not it. me. Oh, yeah. People <laughs> I love that... to see every figure uh, out, like out of their packaging and display. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things, one of the things that is is the purest form of whether you want to make, whether you want to feel the nostalgia of being in a toy store or whether you want to feel the nostalgia of having your toys surround you, is the people that have like mint on card vintage figures on pegs in their collection. So you have to like dig through five GI Joes to get to a, you know, a carded rare figure in the back, you know, like that is hardcore to me. Like 
you have a peg of figures that is worth a thousand dollars by itself. That's super dangerous. Yeah. yeah, you know, and and the smart ones. Now, the smart ones I've seen use like star cases yeah, that can yeah. be hung from a peg and still be sure. protected. But yeah, I've seen people with vintage Star Wars collections that have them on pegs that you can thumb through them like you could in a store. And I'm like, Jesus, I just couldn't do that. This this sounds like a debate between open your toys or or being an investor kind of. Um, I, but, I don't know, but... I think we should save that. <laughs> it's not investing. It's I appreciate the art and the design of yeah. the packaging the, that the much. Packaging, yeah. But but after a while, I think you will flip it if it's like worth like five, three hundred bucks, wouldn't it? <laughs> no. <laughs> after the appreciate, it's like oh wow, it's worth five hundred dollars. Okay, I think I appreciate the five hundred dollars more. <laughs> wouldn't that be? <laughs> no, it, well, at least in my case, no. I I have bought I have bought five thousand toys and I've sold twenty. So for me, everything I've bought, I still have. Whether it's worth, you know, that Millennium Falcons, the only one that I've put up there. That's just because I have another one, you know. So oh, I I, I see what you're saying. The lure to just start selling off stuff because it's valuable because it's still in the package is always there, you know, but that's why you got to buy two of each and then you don't <laughs> worry about it. You play with one, oh. you keep one in the box, got toy room, and then you've got your playroom. It's that simple. <laughs> you're hurting <laughs> Peter's heart. Yeah. <laughs> There's two things that I don't like about collecting is people who don't open their toys and scalpers. So that, that, I, I just, okay. It's just the thing that bothers me, but I, I okay. Let's just keep, move on. <laughs> All right. He-man.org. Uh, yet another, uh, yet another He-man community uh, flub here so uh, if you're a long time listener you know uh, there was an animated cell auction or or sale at last year's comic con and James E. Talk unfortunately not him specifically uh, but they sold and, and it wasn't at PowerCon it was I think it was at Super 7's actual showroom they sold some one-of-a-kind uh, uh, animation cells that he did not want sold. So that went ringing out across the community. Return these if you bought them. And last I heard, he still hadn't got them back. Um, now they had another thing. They had a sale of some comic strip proof sheets at PowerCon this year. And unfortunately, they sold ones that were one of a kinds. So they just released the Dark Horse book with the uh, comic strips in them. And these are not in that collection and they're thought to be one of a kinds. Uh, now they're going about it a little bit better. They're saying you don't need to return the actual comics we just need high-quality scans of them. Reach out to us. We'll tell you how to scan them. You know, that kind of stuff. So they're not lost forever. But Jesus Christ, this is the second time the community has had access to one-of-the-kind one things. And because 
and again, granted, they're trying to do something nice. They're trying to put these things on display, sell some common ones, but now we may lose history because somebody can't keep a track of this stuff. So, <laughs> interesting. Uh, HeMan.org yeah. is doing something good for the community, though. They are doing their, uh, what do they officially call it? Triple A? Do you know the the character um, poll? Yeah, it's. Uh, I have to check that out real quick. Sorry, I was. Yeah, I was on their site. And I was like, oh yeah, let's tackle this. Yeah, the 2018 Masters of the Universe Classics character poll. That's it. Oh. Guess you're not that big of a fan. <laughs> yeah jeez you jeez. can open your toys but you don't yeah. know when people are voting for new figures <laughs> no in all in all seriousness this is actually uh triple a's new story so <laughs> we're just giving them a yeah. lot of time <laughs> i just saw uh this this came this came up and uh I, there's so many characters here um that you know you can pick for like uh, I I don't even see so my obscure. knowledge of masters. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, it's not so very obscure. strong. <laughs> I mean, this list goes on and on, and I don't <laughs> I don't know who any of these people are. <laughs> so, uh, what about you, do you, Slick? Did you see anybody you? familiar with? Or? So, uh, I literally stopped voting on this two years ago because I was oh. in the same boat. I would recognize, oh, oh, there's mini comic Trapjaw. Like, okay, I, I get that one. I know that Trapjaw looked different in the mini comic. But yeah, all of the obscure characters that, um, some of them come from the MVC uh, comic line. Uh, so Val's actual comic line, uh, I never read that, so I don't know those. Uh, a lot of them come from obscure mini comics, you know. So it's one of those things. You got to be pretty hardcore masters, but mm. um, I, yeah. If I if I was gonna pick something, I'll probably I'm gonna look for He Man or any MYP characters. Yeah. That's- well, that like, I know what mm-hmm. I would like is uh, one of my favorite figures uh, from 2000X uh, was yep. the Ice Armor He-Man. Because, again, I'm a snow guy. I live in Denver, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know, so I would love to see a 2000X He-Man that is his ice armor. You know, so that would that be like... Good. That would be one like obscure thing I would like, um, but yeah, I I haven't even looked at the list. That's how ambivalent how amb- mm. ambivalent I am to it. Yeah, whatever they decided to go with, I'm good. Just, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's for the you know hardcore fans out there anyway. So I, um... I agree. I agree. Oh, we got a got a post here. Uh, let's see. Uh, so that was the PowerCon snafu. TFCon. I will be attending this. Um, I haven't talked to you guys. <laughs> uh, I haven't. 
Lotus mm-hmm. uh, posted a picture of his uh, box collection as Peter. That's Mike. inside of a <laughs> <laughs> See, this is exactly how I would display it. And I still have my box. Uh-huh. Oh, maybe that's what I should do. Did you say you put yours back into it? No, I never opened it. It's sealed. Oh, okay. oh so it's even sealed. worse. <laughs> I'm it's sealed. All I did is I removed the slip cover and it's sealed. I never touched it. You want it. me to send you hate mail? That's <laughs> <laughs> kid. All right. Now, my third party figures are open. I mean, I just have the boxes in there for my third party figures, but. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> SDCC Devastator is in the next one over. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not open. Correct. It looks good. You don't, you don't have to worry about the chrome. I don't got to worry about gloves. It's just in the box. <laughs> uh, so uh, TFCon is next weekend. I'll be out in uh, Washington, D.C. or Virginia or Maryland. I don't really know my geography well. Sounds like all of those places are really close together, hopefully. Um, hanging out with Vern, Van Skate 28. Awesome. All right, Vern. So uh, we're definitely going to try to record a show from out there. So I don't know if you guys will be available. We may do it like a Sunday or Monday night. Um, so kind of keep that in mind and, and I'll touch base uh, to work out some specifics with you but worst case Vern and I can just record it I just want to do something about TFCon while we're there um, but uh, not a lot of exciting me tons of comic book artists tons of comic book writers again I collect them but I haven't read them so not a huge excitement level for me there but something that really has me excited is Matt Moyland of Little Formers uh, fame. Uh, So Little Formers came along right as I started collecting. And I've been following this guy ever since I found him. And they are just hilarious. Have you guys, Lotus, I'm sure you've heard of them, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And Peter? No, no idea. So he does, for the most part, one-panel comics. Very, uh, I wouldn't, I don't know if you call them super deformed, but stylized. Uh, you know, kind of maybe SD from an anime mm-hmm. perspective. You know, yeah. Um, but just been doing comics, and it's just hilarious. Um, and so this is something I'm excited to, uh, I, everybody knows I'm not a big fan. I, I love artwork, but I'm, I'm not a collector of artwork and, and packaging and catalogs and all of those fill my walls as opposed to prints and, and original artwork kind of stuff. Um, but him and Bobby are, are two of the people that I look forward to actually buying artwork and having it signed by people that I respect in the community. So this was kind of an exciting announcement for me. That's good. Very cool. cool. Yeah, I would definitely like to go out there. I don't know, maybe next year. We'll see. 
Yeah. And like I say, I, the problem, the problem right now with me is the reason why I've been able to do so many mancations over the last uh, few years is because Mrs. McFavorite was the new person at her work and I was the guy that had five weeks of vacation. So we still got to do all the family stuff and I had stuff left over that if I didn't use, I lost. So now it's going to be the opposite. I'm going to be the low man on the totem pole. So all of my vacation is going to start going to family stuff. So I have no idea the next time I'm going to get a mancation. And you better believe that uh, Mrs. McFavorite isn't going to do a TFCon anytime soon. So, yeah. So cry for me, Argentina. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's go ahead and uh, blow through toy news, and then we'll take a break. Not that much going on here. We got a new FSS prototypes, so we talked about the first three last time. Um, but now, God, I know the Worms Officer, and then Rampart, Rampart. and Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. No, because I, they couldn't get the rights <laughs> to the name. <laughs> Obviously, but do you do you know who Rampart and Ghost Rider are? Uh, Ghost Rider is supposed to be a pilot of um, one of the vehicle. I can't remember. Uh, is it the X? No, 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 no. Wait, Looks like the Rocketeer to me. Oh, the X thirty, maybe. Oh no, you're uh, talking about the Worms officer. But yes, he does definitely look like the Rocketeer. Oh, that's, that's not the Ghost Rider. <laughs> no, that's not the Ghost Rider. No. <laughs> All right, let's see yeah. here. Quick search. Yeah, it's for the X nineteen Ghost. Oh, or, or X nineteen Phantom. Oh boy, yeah. this is tough. X-19 Phantom with Ghost Rider Pilot. Yeah. So, and that's it. I, I've got go one of these that eventually will go up to, for sale. I didn't realize how popular this, it, it's a late, it's a late addition to the line and it is super popular. It, uh, G.I. Joe vintage stuff really doesn't go for a lot unless it's in good con like pristine condition even if it's complete if the vehicle's beaten up it doesn't go for very much and this thing complete goes for 50 or 60 bucks which is pretty impressive for vintage vehicles it, especially ones like this that were not part of the fiction or at least the cartoon oh wow look at that look at crosshair man he looks just like freaking pretender Crosshair. He's got the same deco. Orange, uh, green, and, and tan. That's the same darn uh, deco that uh, Transformers Pretender uh, Crosshair Crosshairs has. Interesting. That is kind of crazy. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, he's going to be very popular. A lot of Joe fans are really uh, after him um, in this uh, FSS 6.0. And then, and if you if you notice the Ghost Rider uh, figure base, look at his name <laughs> uh, where he's standing on. 
a bunch of hashtags. Yeah, it's because he's super <laughs> secret. Actually, I have no idea why that is, but uh, looks like uh, Rampart is just a vintage carded figure. Let's see what year he was. 1990. So this was kind of far along in it. Um, yeah, just no connection to any of them. Even the, I know the Worms officer just because Worms in general are an army builder, so they're always going to be a little popular. But mm. they already showed the two I really want, and that was last week. So, and what about the guillotine one? The very last. It looks Cobra cool. Eel Commander. That I, looks awesome. I think it looks awesome. Yeah, it actually, it's like he's got a fabric shirt, doesn't it? Kind of. Oh no, it's uh, it's shipwrecks, um, chest mold. It's oh. it's molded like that. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. Very texture looking. That's cool. It looks. It literally looks texture. See, that's what I like. That's yeah, neat. I was gonna say that's exactly what you're talking about. Old detail is, is that's awesome. Uh, we also got some release info about 6.0 in general. Uh, it says they expect to receive the final carded samples any day now and still waiting on the ship date confirmation. We are still anticipating that the shipment will arrive here around the 1st of November. We are pushing the factory to get them out the door. Since this is a build-to-order system, it takes about five months for the products to arrive from China once we place the final order quantity. For those of you on the installment plan, currently we anticipate that the second installment payment will be a couple weeks before Christmas, and a final payment will be around middle February. We won't know or set the exact dates until we know the shipment is here. So, looks like we gotta wait at least until November for that first round of figures I'm still mm. disgruntled about FSS 5.0 I was <laughs> I was on my phone when it went live it went live at like midnight on a night and I I'll just wait till the morning in the morning all the figures I wanted were sold out from the club that made me very sad mm. yeah. uh <laughs> Part swapping on the new Masters of the Universe classics. Uh, so uh, Nate uh, Nate Barch uh, is the uh, designer and artist on uh, for the Four Horsemen. Uh, he posted a video um, about how to do uh, part swapping on the new Super Seven. PowerCon exclusive figures because I guess they were using a new factory and the plastics were harder than the old Masters of the Universe classics. So he just has some tips on there. Um, if you're curious about doing that, check out the show notes, top of the page at openyourtoys.com. Um, and they say after this, they'll make sure that they get back to the softer plastics. So you don't actually need to have a tutorial on how to swap mm. out an arm or such. Uh, last up, Transformers, a nominee for the Toy Hall of Fame once again. Uh, mm -hmm. So they were a nominee last year as well. Um, 
last year, I think what we pointed out was uh, their big competition was stick. Literally just a stick for uh, <laughs> the National <laughs> Toy Hall of Fame. What about rock? That's okay. That's okay. Just, just look at the other finalists in here. It's, uh, don't laugh. Paper airplane. And the big one this year is sand. And sand, sand. sand. the Shattercast, and yeah, they they, they were just they were bawling laughing. <laughs> and is in there. Play food. Oh my goodness! <laughs> paper airplane. What? What? Do, what do you mean, paper airplane? Are they selling paper airplanes now? No, that's the whole thing. Oh, is, no. is that's oh. the great thing? Just like stick and sand, it's just. A favorite plaything, you know, yeah. like, and 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 they're in some esteemed company here. Come on, Clue, Magic Eight Ball, Matchbox Cars, My Little Pony. So, I mean, it, you know, we we joked about it, but when you're thinking about favorite plaything, uh, and like I say, I think it's a little misleading that they call it Toy Hall of Fame. Because, yeah, I agree with you, Lotus. It's to be something so, that's produced, <clears throat> correct? You know? Yeah. Well, I, I think, and I, you know, maybe they, maybe they are producing a, a paper airplane pack. <laughs> you know, it's possible. No, now, like, um, uh, actually, my neighbor, they had, there's two kids. Um, they're um, four and a five, a boy and a girl. And uh, I introduced to them what paper airplane was. So I, I start folding um, like a, that very that very picture of that airplane, a sharp pointed one, and then I folded the other one without the sharp point, and I know it's it's a little bit difficult to fold. I, I used to be into paper airplanes, so I handed them, and their eye like lit up. What do I do with this? I threw it, and they're like, "Whoa!" And <laughs> guess what? <laughs> the next hour and a half, that's it. Can you make more? They never asked me how to make it, but they just can I can I can you make some more, please? Yeah, that's just so, good. yeah. They really dig these planes, and I now I understand why this is in this hall of fame. <laughs> so do you guys do you guys remember? I mean, <clears throat> I used to be into airplanes when I was younger. So do you guys remember? Uh, you know those wooden balsa wood airplanes that, with the rubber band, and you'd put them together. They, they would they would be all, all balsa wood. You know you yeah. put them. together. There were a couple bucks, and they had the foam ones. You know, they're all smaller size. You know, twelve inches long. But yeah, that was that was cool. But when it comes to sand, I just want to say that I, when I was younger, I had this magic sand, and it was sand that when you put it in the water, you could sculpt it, and as soon as you take it out of the water, it turns dry. And so I think they are still selling that yeah, as yeah. a toy. I think it's a magic sand or something. So, yep. so you know, we're all laughing about sand. I it could be that product because I think that is still sold as of today. Yeah, it used to I come saw in that a genie in, bottle when I was when I was younger. I don't know if you guys. I, I saw that in uh, uh, Ross and uh, Marshall. It, yeah, they call it magic sand. Literally, okay. And yeah, you so can you sculpt. You can sculpt anything you like. It just opens the kids' imaginations yeah. what they want to make. You know. It was real, real fun. Yeah, and, mm. and I, you totally the the new stuff nowadays is like kinetic sand, where it, it's just kind of moldable. But I can't oh, believe no. you remind so me big. of 
Yeah, I this can't is... believe you remind me of the genie bottle because now the genie I, bottle. I know well, exactly I wish, what I wish, you're like, talking about. And that's the whole thing. Like you know, when you talk about this stuff, you just want to hop on eBay and see if you can find a damn little <laughs> genie bottle with the yellow cap or whatever it was. There was different different types. And you pour the darn stuff in water, you play around with the water, and you'd sit there, and you'd, you'd lift it up a little bit out of the water, and it'd be dry. And you put it back in, and, and it, it's a clump of something, you know, and you lift it up, and you're like, what is this? It, but as a kid, it was just amazing. And it was, it was like, you know, scientific as well. So if you're into science and stuff like that, and I think I think all of us who are into robots and stuff uh, really, you know, are into science and stuff, so... <laughs> Um, all right, so we made it through con news and toy news, three whole news things in one hour. I think we're killing it. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and take a break. We have a ton of third party stuff, a ton of online stuff and a couple really important store reports. And then we get to grab, oh, what we got. And then. No listener feedback and questions unless Peter can find the one that he posted last week because that was a good one, even though you're on the show. Okay. And then grab okay. bag to kill it. So we will see you after these messages. Peace. Peace. Magic sand pours into the water, shifts and changes into weird and funny shapes. With magic sand, you can make underwater sand paintings. Even a house in sand clouds that float. Or build a weird and pretty underwater city. And you can use magic sand over and over again. Here's why. It comes out of the water instantly dry. Each sold separately. Magic sand in red, yellow, or blue from Whammo. All right, guys. Welcome back. Let's go ahead and get into third party Fans, Hobby, Beast Wars, Dragon, Megatron. So if, if you didn't see this one coming, then uh, you probably don't know who uh, Beast Wars, Dragon, Megatron is. Uh, so this is from their Phalong mode, their uh, double cross, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Uh, Remolded wings, uh, remolded head with swappable faceplates, uh, remolded hands. So if you didn't want to have dragon hands, you can actually have regular hands or one of each. Um, looks amazing. People were really impressed with this mold. Uh, uh, maybe for uh, double crosses, a little bulky. You know, double cross was a very slender kind of dragon in G1. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think for this mold, it looks spectacular. I mean, the photography is just amazing for it, at least. Yeah, I mean, you, know. you can just imagine. I mean, you know, I'm I'm not a you know I'm not a fan of the character or anything. I, mean, I don't really know too much about him. But um, yeah, I mean, if you were to put if you were to put some lighting behind this, this would look great. I mean, the, the translucent uh, you know flames, and it just really would look awesome. Yeah, the wings are freaking incredible on this. But easy pass, no nostalgia. Um, I saw somebody post on the Cybertron Cafe today, and I should have, I should have, maybe I'll go back and try to find it. But it was this guy saying, hey, are you a younger Transformer fan? 
we've started a podcast for people just like you. And, hmm. and he goes on to say, like, I'm somebody that got interested in, in Transformers with Beast Wars, so I'm younger. And this yeah. podcast is meant for you, and I can't remember what the name of it was. I, I kind of blew it off. I'm like, yeah, millennials. And I'm like, actually, <laughs> that would be kind of interesting uh -oh. to listen to, you know? Yeah. I had a conversation with a kid the other day, a kid. He was fucking, he was a 28 year old or 25 year old or something. And he's like, he's like, you know, the original, the, the prequels are, are what I grew up with. So I love it. Like, like your stuff looks dated, you know, and all this kind of stuff. And I just wanted to strangle them. But it just goes back but, to the connection. If you yeah. don't weren't there you don't have a connection exactly you know? and it does it just looks dated you know compared to all your fancy special effects that were supposed to come before our movies <laughs> uh, let's see uh speaking of nostalgia new machine robo so this is you peter are, are, are you a gobot guy yeah um yeah i grew up with it or you know or should Being I say, poor. are you a machine <laughs> robo guy? The Japanese version. Yes. <laughs> yep. Okay. A lot of, I mean, a lot of them were interchangeable. I mean, you know, the molds, it, you can hardly even tell a difference. There's might, there's little paint variant, you know, between the two of them, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm looking at the, I, well, they're not third parties anymore. They got the rights. So yeah, the these are official. Yeah. yeah. I just, official. because they weren't Transformers, I put them in the third party category. But these are officially licensed. Yeah, I grew up with the um, the orange tank. Really? Uh, I had him when I was, uh, yeah, I, I had him when I was a kid. So when I look at him now with the new design and uh the way it you can see how a little bit of his detail how he he's going to transform it doesn't really hit that much of nostalgia for me but he because they, they they didn't refine his tank mode but i also understand that they want to make it a little bit more complicated of a transformation for him so um i do understand that aspect um as for the other guy uh, what's his name? Wasn't that supposed uh, to be Spacey? Shuttle? Isn't Shuttle, shuttle the same thing? thing as is? Isn't Shuttle the same thing as Spacey? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I she had looks awesome. <laughs> yeah, I had Spacey, and and I love that huge nose cone behind his head because I mean that's what Spacey was, right? Well, it's a girl, right? Isn't isn't Spacey a girl? What? Wasn't Spacey a girl? Oh, I, I, no I never idea. watched the cartoon. <laughs> yeah, I, th I think I think Spacey's actually a female. Ah, where's her boobs? I oh, the, oh <laughs> right I there. Oh yeah, blue nipples and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the coolest thing about these, the coolest thing about this whole line is you get articulation. You know, you didn't have any articulation for any of the GoBots. You know, and you didn't even really have. You didn't really have weapons. I mean, obviously, Blaster had you know had weapons, but you know, I mean, 
you had, you know, it's cool. It's just cool to get articulation and they look really, really good. And just to let you guys know, Action Toys is the same company that that uh, that does the uh, collaboration for uh, Ultimetal, the Ultimetal line. Oh, interesting. It's Action Toys in collaboration with Future, you know, Future Models. And oh. uh, so, you know, Future's the, the, like, the parent company and then you've got Action Toys and they're all intertwined uh they you know i I think maybe action toys does the actual modeling as far as the the art and stuff and uh you know and then uh yeah so do any of you guys have um this line like the earlier one with psych kill no no Uh, no no, i know just i'm just uh, i'm sticking with vintage i'm still trying to complete complete the vintage collection and the only one I have is the leader one, and that's oh, that's yeah. where they lost people. I love my leader one, and they lost people by making the rest of the line an inch shorter. You know, yeah. I, oh yeah. I think if they would release leader one in scale with everything else, you would have a, a, a reinvigorated interest in it but the simple fact that most people staple their optimus prime is an inch an inch and a half taller than cycle than uh i i don't know their drill head head. yeah i like drill head i almost bought that drill head but you know but i saw a review and he was too small and i was a yeah so yeah But there's a couple more for you if you're interested in the Machine Robo line. Uh, so, again, through these in third party, just because we had to talk about them. Uh, these are custom G.I. Joe Transformer crossover box sets. So, um, these are fully custom uh, <laughs> and just amazing oh yeah buy them all buy them all (laughs) yeah yeah like if someone could put these together um and we've seen these before um we've seen the the sky striker that uh uses the robotech or jet fire artwork um but Mm. i hadn't seen these cone heads before like Mm. the uh the cobra commander Oh, that's actually a regular seeker. That's a blue star scream. Uh, but we get uh, a Destro, and they're calling it a fire bat, but that's um, uh, not Ramjet. What's the uh, rune one? Uh, thruster. No, Thrust is no? Thrust. They're using the is Tiger the... Bat. They're saying the Tiger oh. Bat is Thrust, yeah. Um, Which one are you looking at? Yeah, I'm like, looking at the uh, uh, Destro oh, one. Fire, oh, Firebat? Is that not Dirge? That's the other that one. Looks like Ramjet to me. Ramjet. There you go. Yeah. It's got the big the big black missiles is usually that's what Ramjet. Oh yeah, that like, gives it away. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, the the Tiger at oh my god, dude, yeah. that is that is like a wet dream come true. You have a wild bill with a uh, oh my god, the one eyed one eyed copter that's super popular from the comics. 
Anyone? Wait. No. Uh, World. <laughs> World. <laughs> Jesus <it>. Christ. <laughs> put us on the spot. I didn't, like. I didn't even hear. Yeah. One eyed copter. Oh, my goodness. What? What <laughs> <laughs> I got? I'm, I'm thinking you're, I'm talking, I'm thinking you're, you're trying to figure out what a G.I. Joe figure. To me, you guys are yeah, Transformer experts, so you guys should get us. <laughs> I didn't know if he was going for Transformers or looking for a G.I. Joe, you know, vehicle or something. <laughs> Reference. Well, no, in our in our uh, comments from Robo Apocalypse, uh, we had we had a GI Joe guru, or not a GI Joe, sorry, Transformers That's guru. Uh, let us know he's still listening, uh, but <laughs> let us know that he always laughs when we talk about Transformers because <laughs> we really we have we have a very good knowledge, but we're no nowhere near his level so thank you for bearing with us (laughs) Uh, all in good fun you know so next up uh, kickstarter's marauder task force oh my god this Mm -hmm. i i wish i was employed i would have gone all in uh so marauder's task force went from something Somewhere around the range of a hundred and sixty thousand dollars funded to like two seventeen in one day, so they earned uh-huh. they earned almost sixty thousand dollars in one day. Uh, right towards the end, it was like an eBay auction, man. I kept refreshing <laughs> yeah, everything, it. getting unlocked. <laughs> Pe- like Peter was right. Peter was messaging me. I was out to eat with friends, and I was like, I was like, I can't be on my phone all the time. So I'm like refreshing this, closing Peter's messages. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, slip. This is unlocked. Oh, dude, look, the XO thing is unlocked. The Husky's unlocked. Oh, it's like, you're wearing my battery down, man. <laughs> I got notifications turned on. Every I'm a, I'm outside laying sod, and you guys are buzzed. It's like it's within like 20 minutes, and things are getting unlocked like rapidly. It's like yeah. whoa. <laughs> so I I I held strong to my unemployed situation, and and. I I went in for forty eight bucks. Two things for sure. I will order four things. I I'll, I'll be getting I'll be getting the white uh, the white mech suit in an homage to okay. it, in homage to the snake armor. Uh, two dogs. I'll get the oh. uh, the normal German Shepherd. Shepherd. They mm-hmm. they have it with the military gear, but my German Shepherd will go with police. And then I was excited about the Husky. My Husky will go with yep. my military gear. And then awesome. the White Ninja. Those will be my four things I pick up that got unlocked. The female, the Valkyrie. Yeah. And and the um, only thing I needed to go all in, even unemployed, even though it'd go on a credit card, they'd probably be racking up fees <laughs> and stuff. They didn't unlock the Chroma Troopers, the Silver Deco Troopers. If they would have unlocked those, and they were the last two stretch goals, <laughs> yeah, I would have been in trouble. Uh, I would have gone in on that. But I mean, they um, did amazing. Did they- is it going to be chrome? 
Are they going to be chrome, like not, vac not, metal? Chrome? No, not vac metal. They, oh. they say specifically oh. silver paint, but silver paint has evolved so much. Like, I don't mm. even mind it nowadays. But Silver bells. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, Triple well, A, I, what? Yeah, did I myself, six, I did. Right? <laughs> I did I did the um the six, right, the hundred thirty-five pledge. And then I added the extra two. So basically I'm looking forward to having a German Shepherd and a Husky and then okay. get two mech suit and two um agent ops and then maybe two male figures because I did the Valkyrie last time, didn't get any male figure this time. I'll probably need two male drivers and then the two um operatives. Uh, in suits. <laughs> I was going to say, I totally forgot about the suit guy. I might tack one on for them as well. Because yeah. I was excited about the suit. Uh, yeah. So, what color mech suits? I haven't decided, but maybe I would probably swing for the um, the last stretch goal. What's that? The, the gunmetal? Uh, the gunmetal, the gun metal, yeah. yeah. That might look cool. Mm hmm. So yeah, um, a red, a red uh, mech suit would have been something I would have really loved, and and we'll probably see it. I mean, this is Marauders; they're all about part reuse and stuff. Uh, a red, uh, so a red shadows snake armor would be awesome. Um, but yeah, it it worked out really well. If you went all in, I was doing the math. If you went all in. Each item was $24 free shipping during the Kickstarter. Now these things will be 30 to 35 bucks once they hit their store without free shipping. Um, they do oh. do flat shipping. So even getting in at the $24 level, it was good. Um, the all-in ended up being $14.50 a piece. Wow. So you're saving... <laughs> You're saving ten dollars per item. That's if you wanted every item. Like I don't, mm. I don't want a blue camo girl and a blue camo guy and a white pilot girl and a lifeline. Yeah. I didn't want all of those, so that's what kind of kept me away from it. But if you went all in, yeah. fourteen fifty per item, which is amazing. I mean, that's I. Jesus I also Christ. see from your your perspective because you did the first time when they did the um, Kickstarter, the male figures, and then you also did the Valkyries. This yeah. is the third time they do this. You pretty much have everything but the dog in an exosuit now. Exactly, so. <laughs> exactly. And and like I say, their agent was awesome. You know, plain clothes, plain pants, plain yep. uh, uh, plain t-shirts and then uh jackets and stuff like that that's really cool too but they they actually sent an email to um backers saying that if you pick the agent that's actually going to be delayed it's not going to be the september release it's going to be in no november 2018 release oh, uh wow. they're going to delay that for two extra months because that's a new it's a new introduction to a new mold to complete, everything yeah so, complete new yeah mold. Yeah, because they had the dogs and the exosuits at JoeCon last year. So they had already had, now obviously not steel-cut molds, but they had had the engineering done 
last year. So anything, any, any of this get you happy Lotus? Any of this get you going? Would you want, would you want to do this? Or are you just happy in your lane? Yeah. I mean, that's like I said, if I, if I started any of this, I would be (laughs) compulsive and I'd have to buy everything. And I, I just, um, display cabinets. You're not that person anymore. (laughs) I have to display it. So whether it's in a box or it's outside of a box, I have to display it. So it's, um, I can't do it. (laughs) Something wrong with me. I need to complete stuff. So nothing wrong with that. Nothing at all. Oh, um, Slick, just so you know, I also asked uh, a question uh, toward the uh, Morata Johns, uh, about if these figure, uh, uh, if the exosuit will fit the 20th anniversary figures or the up all the way up to the 50th anniversary GI Joe figures. Okay. Uh, because because I noticed from the our Valkyrie figures and the male figures, there's pick holes on the side of their thigh and on their forearms uh-huh. because the exosuit will rely on those pick holes to to mount that suit. Yeah. So I figure, hey. Will these fit? And they told me that they have an engineer redesigning everything so that it only relies on foot pegs and on the back uh, where there's a hole in each figure. This is like G.I. Joe, so you can plug in the backpack. That hole, support, and rely on their arms, uh, not their arms, their hands, the, the gripping hands, so they can hold onto the controller. So the mounting, the mounting points are the hands, the peg holes on the bottom of the um, foot and the backpack hole. That's awesome, then. Yeah, that yeah. is. So I was worrying, like, <laughs> if my Joes can, like, ride the exosuit, so. Yeah, I guess I didn't even think about that. But, yeah, I was assuming that it would be pegging into a lot of those different ports of the Marauder figures to get that kind of articulation. But yeah, that's and, good to know that but, that some modern Joes will be able to be in there. And and females, uh, Valkyrie figures are a little bit shorter. So I also asked them about that. Will your Valkyrie fit into these sexos? Because they was designed for male characters. So they sort of say like, yeah, we're, we're make we're trying to make everything work so that it fits on all our figures. Nice. So that's awesome. <laughs> Um, let's see. Uh, I just updated the show notes. Um, I don't know how you guys are viewing them. Uh, I had linked directly to one specific product for the toy hacks and I just linked to the, uh, the entire month's update. I'd be Mm. curious, see if you guys can like, uh, refresh or maybe, Close your show notes and reopen them if that's easy okay. for you. If not, don't worry about it. Um, but our next thing in third party was uh, the Toy Hacks um, update for September. Uh, lots of good stuff. Uh, they've got uh, Titans Return, Twin Twist, Misfire, and Metal Hawk. Uh, they've got a set that'll convert Breakaway into Minerva if you're a Minerva fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, uh, third party, they have the, let's see, uh, 
Ocular Max, each vulture comes packed with a 50% off discount code, which we can share with you right now. Oh, there's no links. That's weird. Oh, it's just RMX03. Oh, okay, to receive the discount. So these will be on their uh, full-size cassette birdies. Let me look at Vulture. I watched a review of this. I was glad. I didn't see how the weapons would integrate into the cassettes, so I watched a video review from Pia, and I'm glad to see that the weapons integrate into the cassette mode. Um, looks like they're just kind of fixing some of the weird stickers that, uh, MMC did on there. And they were weird. Like in that review, like the way they had the stickers come down at the angle for the mold was really weird. So that's a welcomed change if you own those. It's not just that. I mean, the before and after, I mean, you know, you can clearly see there's hardly any you know any stickers i mean they're they're definitely adding a whole lot of detail it looks like a it looks like a real cassette now with the stickers applied you know it says m60 you know for a 60 minute tape miniature m for miniature so i don't know why they used m cuz that it's not a miniature cassette anymore it's a full size cassette so that's weird it's got the metal though you remember the cassettes that had the metal exactly yeah metal position look at that I love oh, your brain, Lotus. That's exactly like what I like. Yeah, you're you're not <laughs> making a micro cassette anymore. <laughs> oh my goodness, these guys! Like <laughs> um, the effort. The set of the month, even though they want to convince you it's the the uh, Triptychon set that costs forty or fifty bucks. The set of the month this month is the USS Flag broadside. Yeah. That is so cool. And it's price that it just kills me. I was like, oh, this is a must have. And I'm like, eighteen bucks? No. Like now I don't want to do it, but it is impressive. Uh so a sticker set to convert your Titans Return broadside into a USS flag double G style. That's and that's the problem. That's the problem is these these sticker sets, I mean I understand that they're putting time and effort into creating them, but I don't know. It's just it's it's a lot of money. I, I don't know I they're they're obviously producing them all in house and they're shipping them I believe from Canada. So it's um it's probably expensive to do that. Um but uh I just feel these these sticker sets are just too expensive. I mean, by the time you spend, you know, you spend what, 25 bucks, you know, if you just pay regular retail, 25 bucks for a broadside mm. and then you're talking another 18 bucks on top of it with uh 3 to Two to four dollars shipping. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just uh, I don't know. Yeah, I uh, have a friend who buys these, um, and uh, he he runs a podcast show, and he's 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 been saying that he's been buying a lot of these stickers from this place, and he's pretty comfortable with the price. It seems. Um, I think I think he's such a big fan of their work. Um, it's okay to pay the price because I, I feel that there's a lot of other people out there pretty much the same as how he felt. And um, 
he likes the quality of their work and how much better it looks once he applied the stickers, then he can justify it. So I think, um, oh yeah, I mean, to each his own, I think. Um, yeah, I I purchased a few myself back in the past, but nowadays I I don't buy as much sticker sheets to label them, but uh, but I can see the appeal of it. Um, and my friend is definitely a huge supporter. Um, he he runs the shows. Uh, uh, it's the name's Craig, but he runs the show We Pack. Um, yeah, he he loved these sheets. He he deckled them out each time. Like he <laughs> sees a new a new release comes out, like oh wow, I can label them up and it's gonna look really awesome. So is he? Yeah. Is he? A, so yeah. he's a completist. So literally, if he has a figure, he's buying the upgrade for it. I think he cherry picks okay. like the ones that yeah. If he see if he see like this one, if he has that toy and he sees this is a USS flag and he is a GI Joe fan too, bam, sold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and I have I have maybe nine to ten of their sets. I mean, I I have a few. I, mm-hmm. I have dabbled and and I agree the the quality is good. At least it used to be. I haven't bought one in a while, and people are saying it's going a little bit downhill. But I I agree. I mean, there are people out there that one are never going to buy third party, but they'll upgrade their official stuff. And so, mm-hmm. if you're never going to buy a third party toy, this is a great way to improve the look of your mass produced toy. Um, there's, there's some people that like you say, cherry pick this, this, uh, this flag set. I am so close to pulling the trigger on just because, and, and I wouldn't even want to transform my broadside. I love my broadside. Uh, but just have a totally different toy because I'm such a fucking <laughs> crossover whore and there's broadsides at every target I go to, you know, yep. there, there's still three of them on every target in Denver, pretty much. He's not moving. He's no, not moving. Not at all. So maybe, the, but this oh, sticker sheet will move him <laughs> there. There's the compromise is once they clearance, them. Uh, during uh during November, and I can get broadside for twelve fifty. Then I will buy this sticker set, and I'll be good to go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. I I don't even apply my stickers to my masterpiece figures, so I don't either. <laughs> I mean, like for Ratchet, I I did I actually did you know during my live unboxing, I I did the. You know, I actually showed how to put the uh, crosses on his shoulders. You know, cut. I actually had to cut out the, cut out the. Uh, you know, because they they couldn't give us actual red crosses. You yeah. know, so they gave us those little squares in the corners. So I showed how to cut those out and then apply it with an exacto knife. And like for figures that I that I want to to get that nostalgic feel, and I I, I need the sticker for it to complete that feeling. I will apply that that type of sticker, but um, otherwise, I I just I'm just I'm not a sticker guy. I mean, I'm I'm a I, I don't want to say I'm afraid because I am pretty good with an exacto knife, you know, applying the stuff. But it's uh, eh, I don't know. I just um, 
stickers are daunting, man. It's a lot of time, a lot of effort. And, you know, if you, if you mess up on a couple, you know, usually you get maybe an extra one, but you know, if you mess up, you know, man, there, there's your 18 bucks out the door, you know? Oh, wait, but wait, actually, uh, there, they have very good, good customer service. Um, uh, I bought the fans project, uh, Insecticon. I forgot what they were called back then. Mm-hmm. And I bought the sticker sheets for those. And after about less than a year, they started to peel backward, like on the on the blade, because it's not really their fault, their product's fault, actually, because the plastic has that oily feel to it's it. Really and thick. I didn't. Yeah, it's, um, it's more. Yeah, it's. Yeah. yeah. So what happened? I contacted them and I go, well, I'm showing them a picture. Your sticker is kind of peeling back. Is it no problem? No questions asked. I'll send you a brand new sheet. Nice. <laughs> I was like, wow. <gasps> yeah, they're amazing customer service. And then they even throw in some Autobots and Decepticon logos, a whole rack of them. And there you go, just to make you happy. <laughs> That's pretty Amazing. good because that's that's been a major complaint by a lot of people is the the peeling, especially of some of their original or older sets. So that's awesome that they're doing. That. There, there is a yeah. Go ahead. Oh no, there is a trick. Um, I I learned it from being you know being a model maker, building them and stuff. Plastic generally have um, greasy texture feeling on on the surface because of the of the release of the steel mold. So mm-hmm. you want to do is you wash it with detergent, soap and water. Just wash that off. Then ah. dry it. Then apply the sticker. Now the sticker will stay because it has that greasy feel when they first uh, come off the press um, of these plastic toys. They all do. We just don't feel it or see it. But there is a very thin layer of oil on the surface. So, I mean, and when you say detergent, just you know something that's a grease yeah. remover, so like a Dawn, yes. you know, like a Dawn, mm-hmm. or something. and you're not using a lot. You're literally just using just a little bit. You can also use rubbing alcohol. I, if I do have to apply a sticker, I, I will definitely clean the plastic, but. Mm-hmm. I won't. But that's good to know that, that their customer service is good. That's really good to know that they're able to take care of the customers. Toy Hacks have their sticker sheet pre-cut for you. And some other company, I don't know Ocean, but there's other companies like Ruben, Cobra Rugen or something. Where mm-hmm. I, used, I used to buy sheets from him too to deco out my, um, my vintage uh, G.I. Joe vehicle because their stickers are just fading or peeling off. So his stickers are more vibrant and more brilliant. So if you stick them, if you buy them, they will literally last <laughs> uh, compared to the Hasbro stickers that you put on them. So mm-hmm. they're much better, higher quality, but they're not pre-cut or pre, pre, uh, pre-cut, right? I guess it's called. Yeah. yeah. So you can't just peel it. You've got to use an X-Acto knife and cut that shape out. But uh, it's so yeah. much far less expensive than Toy Hack. So mm. you choose. Because yeah. it takes a lot of time to cut these. <laughs> if you want to save money, that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that that's where the price comes into with sticker sheets. Is uh, anytime you see a pre-cut sticker sheet, that is literally a mold, just like we would get with our figures, a mold cut into 
that will stamp that sticker sheet mm. in the production process. So it's it, they're not steel molds like a figure where it's got to withstand molten plastic, you know, being put in there, you know, a hundred thousand times or whatever, but it is a steel mold, uh, doing business cards. Everybody wants to have a cool shaped business card and that's where it gets expensive. If you want to have a pill shaped business card, you have to have a blade that you literally cut out a steel that cuts that shape into a business card. And that's where stickers can get really expensive if they're pre-cut. So, um, let's see. So Peter has 36 minutes. Are we, are we ready to do this? Are we ready to kill this? All right. I didn't expect you to read that out loud. Oh, I know. That's that's how I keep you guys on your toes. You never know what I'm going to read out loud. Supposed to in chat uh, online or no? Sorry, store report. True files for bankruptcy. So we talked about it last show that they had uh, secured bankruptcy lawyers, and sure enough, they filed. 69 years old. They have bought uh, FEO Swartz. They have bought KB Toys. So they were the last standing mass retail toy store only company. And what $5 billion in debt. Oh. Like, dude, like, I understand. <sighs> like, I don't even have a job. And I have credit card limits into almost a hundred thousand if, if I wanted to, you know. So, like, I understand when you're doing good, creditors just want to keep giving you credit. You know, they want to give you enough rope to hang yourself with, and it looks mm. like that's what Toys R Us did here. Is people just. Ex- kept extending them credit so now they're five mm. billion dollars <laughs> oh, yeah. it's it's crazy but you know i mean hopefully i mean it brick and mortar is just on its way out period you know for a lot of these stores yeah. but it's going to take a lot you know it's going to take a lot of time so you know i guess all i can say is you know enjoy it while it lasts um, I, I've like for me personally, I've had a lot of stuff going going on in my life, and I've uh, been real busy the last three months, and uh, continue to be busy. And today, I was able to break free and grab a coffee and uh, listen to some podcasts and walk around Toys R Us today for the first time in a long, long time, and it it, it was relaxing. You know, just to walk up and down the aisles. I walk and you know, I walk up and down every single aisle. And it's just so relaxing. Just just look at stuff. Um, you know, they I, I saw the new NECA quarter scale uh, Ninja Turtles there. Um, you know, saw I saw a six shot there. Um, I saw the 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 Lego um, uh, the, uh, the the Apollo set. I mean, there's just so many cool things that you know. It's just nice, and that's something that we're gonna lose. You know, so I mean. Walmart has one, you know, one or two aisles, you know, it's not the same, you know, so, um, 
I don't know. It's uh, it, it's it's a sad, it's sad. But I mean, you can understand. I mean, look at the debt that they're that they're in. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Mattel and Hasbro both rely on Toys R Us for approximately ten percent of their sales per year. So that's pretty hardcore. Uh, Mattel stock has always kind of been a dog, but uh, when the announcement was made, its stock dropped 6%, um, and Hasbro's fell 1%. Hasbro's stock has shot up in the last five years uh, because of its commitment to movies, um, where Mattel is is gravely lacking in in that department. Um, but yeah, they're saying they're not going to close any stores. No stores are closing. Uh, they have approximately 1600 right now. It's bullshit that no stores are going to close. Uh, minimally, minimally the shitty stores are going to close, you know, and I don't know how many you guys have where you're at. Um, I have, uh, let's see, one, two, three. I have three in the metro area, and then we have four and five if you want to go 30-plus minutes out of town. So that's pretty amazing, you know, to have five Mm -hmm. Toys R Us's around you. I can guarantee two of those five will close and I'm, I'm pretty sure I know which ones. Mm -hmm. Um, but what about you guys? I, do you have a toys R us where there's just no one ever in there, you know, Mm -hmm. when you go? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I, there's definitely some older toys R us that, um, you know, haven't even been remodeled that are still, you know, kind of, they didn't get through like all the different remodel stages that Toys R Us has went through over the years, and um, yeah, so I mean, you can just tell those stores would be would be out, you know. Yeah, it's it's a shame. Yeah. I mean, but look at Kmart, right? Kmart is still around, I guess, somewhere. You know, not, I mean, not here. Would they just they just closed our last two here? It, maybe, it's, maybe it's totally done. I don't know. Yeah, within two months there'll be no Kmart's in, within sixty miles of me. Wow, it's yeah. sad. It's sad. I grew up on Kmart. I went to Kmart's before I even knew Walmart's existed, and before Targets were even oh, yeah. a blip yeah. on the map. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah, I was I was right there at all the blue light specials. I was yeah. there. Shit, yeah, it was right next to the cart. The lady would she would roll out the blue light special cart, flip it, flip it on. What the heck was that all about? I don't know. <laughs> but it was blue light. A lady would roll out a wooden cart with a blue light sticking out of it, and it was a blue light special. And all of a sudden, they would announce it, and you'd run over to that yeah. aisle, and your, your mom or dad would would buy whatever the damn thing was. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> it was a place, but yeah. Um, in my area, um, we have three Toys R Us, but now it's down to two because they closed one um, that is the closest to me, and that was five years ago. That was oh, closed, man. so now it's down to two in my area. Uh, I hope they don't. Well, there's one that's 
second closest to me. I hope they don't close that, but it it looks pretty sad <laughs> that uh-huh. that Toys R Us. But the other one is always booming because it was located in the uh, more wealthier um, area neighborhood, as I say. Um, and as for Kmart, there's only one left now in my entire area. So yeah. that might go. I don't know. Hmm. So, and Kmart used to be like actually, I think it. I mean, it was actually Kmart, and then it switched to the Big K or something like that, didn't it? Somewhere. Well, that was it was a branding thing oh. that they yeah. did, but yeah, I mean that their Kmart. Even well, I was, I was just thinking if that was another way for them to you know do another bankruptcy, you know that these company, you know, maybe Toys R Us's name, you know, would maybe change to something else, you know. Yeah, and and it's and it's very possible. Basically, what happens is um, they need a fucking shit ton of money, and there's going to be experts that they hire at this executive level that's going to come in and say, "This is how you're going to get profitable again. You're going to pay all of your creditors ten percent on you know ten cents on the dollar of what you owe them." I mean, that's the big thing with bankruptcy. It's it's just an easy way to get out of debt. You do have to restructure and prove that you'll be profitable going forward. But that could be like, we're going to close a third of our stores, and that's how we'll become profitable. Like, no, the fuck it isn't. You know, you need to become more competitive. You need to start innovating. And and Toys R Us has done good. I mean, they've tried to keep up with the times. They have free pickup at store. They have uh, price match, you know, all that kind of stuff. And it's still not saving them. Mm. So there, there's something there at the root of how they run their business, you yeah. know. Mm. I, I, I find the website to be frustrating. I mean, I find it it's not, you know, it's not as horrible as Hasbro Toy Shop, but, um, you know, the search doesn't always work. You know, it's just these people, I just don't understand it. You know, I don't understand why they don't hire, you know, people, you know, even like you that design websites. I don't understand why they don't you know have the new technology to to build the e-commerce that is needed you know it's like they don't care about online and it's it's ridiculous because all these other online entities are are killing it well and the problem is with this stuff is is they do have from my opinion they do have really good web designers they do have a good online department relative um i think a lot of a lot of the problem here is the and 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 maddie people love this term is the logistics of them Mm. integrating into what was it they've been around for 80 years or something like that when did they start 69 years old you know they they're going to have this legacy you know this legacy framework amongst all these stores and i think they've done a really good job and i hope to see them here in the future um i think uh uh, Peter posted it right was like oh everybody gives a shit about Toys R Us now everybody else <laughs> said like oh fuck it I'm going to wait till it goes to Ross you know before 
So <laughs> I, I agree. If you were one of those people like, oh, they're overpriced, you know, oh, I only go there if they have an exclusive. Well, now you're not going to have a place to go to because that was your mm. attitude. You know, they're, they have been a regular on my toy runs for 10 years. And and I work their systems. I have their credit card. I use. So I'm saying points. though that, but that's that's but that's the that's the issue right there is, you're you're going there, and you're you know you're taking advantage of the sales. They have to constantly do exactly. these crazy yeah. sales you're and right. and the coupons and all this stuff. <laughs> they they've been doing this for years. It's not. Why don't? Why can't they just price the del- when Walmart prices the deluxe deluxe Transformers for for ten dollars? Why can't they do the same thing? It takes them, you know. You have to fight with them. Like if you try to do a price <laughs> match, it's they're they're it's they're their own demise. So I don't know. Wait, uh, let me let me give a a pretty ex- good example a little bit. Um, you guys are Transformer fans, and I belong in a Transformer group of friends, and. Uh, I will see a Triptychon just released not too long ago, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what do people do? First thing is, well, I'm I don't want to pay whatever they're asking now. I'm just gonna wait until they have a sales or clearance. This guy just came out, and they're already thinking that mm-hmm. that's yeah. something wrong. And where do you get uh, Triptychon nowadays? Pretty much Toys R Us, and where else? Well, Amazon. Amazon. Well, See? I was going to say, I, I would get it almost, I would get it through Toys R Us because I, and again, this is, this is more to Lotus's point is I have a coupon for 20% off. I would go on a credit card day where it's 10% off. I have another coupon that would get me $5 off. Yep. Preach it. But there's none at any of my <laughs> Toys R Us's. I saw it once. I saw what oh, they're the, online. The, the Cybertron <laughs> is everywhere. Um, MP10 has disappeared. I saw MP10 for like three or four weeks, and now he's gone. Yeah, you don't want that anyway. The well, box yeah. is too small. People they're, are getting crushed trailers, and yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I, I'm glad that I have my old one and I have my box if I ever wanted to display it. But yeah, I mean that's the problem is you should be able to get Triptcon anywhere, and you can't. It's mm. easier and, for me to get it from Big Bad Toy Store and pay oh, the that's same price. <laughs> well, no, same price, right? BBTS is a hundred and fifty yeah. bucks. Yep, that's the same. Oh, yeah. and then you. So if you're the guy that is like, "Fuck coupons, fuck sale watching," I'm not going to just go drop into my toy stores. Then yeah, I mean these companies are going to continue going out of business. There is a lot more of that person. It, just amongst my friends, I'm one of two people that ever cares about using a coupon or ever going to a, a game where the tickets are cheaper because the team's not as good as the other team. All the rest of my friends, they want to pay. They want to buy what they want to buy when they want to buy it. And they don't give a shit mm. if they can find it That's cheaper. That's great. You know? Mm. Yeah. Um, to one last more point, one last point <laughs> that uh, most people wait, most people don't know realize this, but um, the rent of those land they keep going up, and they have to shell out, you know, the rental fee 
of yeah. that particular land because my dad is specialized in that That's and he it, tells the me property that taxes, the land uh, yeah. it, they keep going up and going up and they couldn't afford it and there's a big example is the New York property land for Toys and West sit that mm -hmm. they had to move <laughs> yeah they actually have to close that location because it's way too expensive to pay for that land yeah so, I mean, if the land is worth and they and and i'm not sure about the Times square but they own most of their stores but yeah if you're in Times square that's real tail retail space is worth you know a million dollars a month I mean, I don't even know five hundred thousand dollars a month. So if you're not making that equivalent in sales, you're losing money by not renting that to somebody that can make that mm. rent. You know, but all right. Anyways, that that was a long yep. discussion on that. Uh, UCS Millennium Falcon version two point VIP sellout. If you didn't belong to their VIP club. You couldn't even get a Falcon. You can't get a Falcon. Uh, I mean, that's totally ridiculous. Like, I'm not even, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I don't know. I, I just think it's just not fair. Like, if I wanted to start a collection, you know, and I wanted this to be my first piece, I wouldn't have a way to get it. Mm -hmm. Now they'll they'll produce more. This is this yeah. is just the initial run. Uh, uh, but Lego is one of those stores that some things do get second run, some things don't. Uh, but yeah, this was crazy. I mean, there were lines outside of stores. Stores got two. Uh, my local store got two here, um, and I didn't even try to. I didn't even try to go stand in line or anything, but I assumed that there were probably people there before me, you know? Um, so yeah, it, it's kind of crazy. Uh, we saw a video of the cart. Did you watch that Lotus? Yeah. Remember yeah. we were like, Oh my God, it comes with a cart. That's going to make it so worth it. And I was just like, Oh Jesus. <laughs> uh i think uh you posted those peter right yeah the, the cardboard wheels and all yeah that. they're falling off <laughs> <laughs> so we made a huge deal about the cart the cart was nothing they were cardboard wheels attached to the shipper box um but yeah i mean for all intents and purposes it's an amazing set and here let me uh they're all thirteen hundred on eBay. Oh, I was going to ask, what are yeah, they going 13, for? So, so fifteen hundred free shipping. Closing? No, no I'm, I look at completed auctions. Uh -huh. uh, they're, they're completing around thirteen hundred, hundred bucks shipping. Hundred bucks shipping. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, so people are already banking on this. I after a couple days after the sale. I had a huge uptick in offers on my original one. So you oh. could already see people giving up on this new one and just being like, okay, well, I'm going to wait till this one gets re-released, but I still want a UCS Falcon. Uh, nobody that hit that sweet spot for me, or at least nobody that the feedback I was okay with. You know, I had a couple... Uh, I had a couple 20 to 50 feedbacks 
make offers that were in a good range, but just don't feel comfortable selling to even 50 feedbacks. I don't feel comfortable selling a $3,000 toy to Mm. you, you know, and that's awful, Mm. but whatever. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, Uh, Peter, you said you didn't pre-order it, right? No, no, I didn't. I, I don't need to have it first <laughs> or, and plus it's expensive. Remember? Yeah. So yeah. I'm, Most if expensive I wanted, toy you would have ever bought. Right? Yeah. Right. Right. If I really want it, I'll just, um, I'll just wait. I mean, it's not, it's, you know, that's a really you know, good, people are crazy. That's a good, good conversation to have is, you know, I mean, a lot of people ask me, you know, how can you spend that much on one statue? You know, and, and my, my reply is I don't buy a whole lot of, of smaller things, you know, yeah. I, I save up and then I, you know, dump it on, you know, one piece. And yeah, the, you know, the majority of these statues are, you know, over a thousand dollars plus you're paying 400 bucks to have them shipped in. So it's a lot of money, but you know, I'm not buying, uh, you, you, you guys are buying a lot of stuff. Like yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm nickeling <laughs> and diming you're myself. Buying. You're still spending death. thousands, yeah. you know? Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, you know. Yeah, I spend $6,000 a year, and I'm buying, my average per purchase is $12. And I'm still spending $6,000 a year. A lot of merchandise. Mean, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah that's insane. So... That's good old Excel. <laughs> oh, I I, I don't I don't even do a spreadsheet. <laughs> you have I to. like it. You hey. need to, Peter. You Please need to do understand it. what you're spending. See, start one, Peter, and then we'll have an end of the. I don't year. want to scare myself. <laughs> you have to though. That's the problem. The idea is to show yourself what you're actually spending. Don't yeah. look the other way. Looking the other way is bad and get you into trouble. <laughs> Everyone out there that's collecting, whatever you collect, even if you collect silly putty, just look at how much you're spending on each silly putty. Yeah. I mean, it, it's pretty crazy for me to think that I could have a deluxe, deluxe, like seven, 10 day cruise a year instead mm-hmm. of buying toys. But I buy toys instead, you know? I don't want the cruise. <laughs> uh, these, these statues that aren't offered in the U.S. that I, that I order from Singapore. The, the boxes, uh, the shipping cost me, you know, most of them cost me three to $400. Oh, some have $500 for the shipping. So if I <laughs> decide to sell that piece, unfortunately, I have to amalgamate that shipping cost into the piece. Yeah. So I have to really understand how much I'm spending on shipping, and that's just part of the cost. You can't buy it here in the U.S. anyway, so... You know, you would you would have to ha- you would have to import it regardless. So it's so important to keep track of that. Don't look the other way. Don't don't say, oh, well, it's just shipping. You know, no, 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 it's not. It's if it's something you can't get anywhere else and whatever. I mean, just you got to calculate all that stuff. You know. All right. Sure. Speaking of ordering things online as opposed to stores like the Lego store, Toys R Us. Uh, Gigapower Graviter. Yes, yes, yes. This is, uh, this is all you, Mr. Yeah, this is, this is awesome. So finally, Gigapower is, is starting to show the, the painted, painted models. Um, so excited for Sludge. Um, 
he, he just he looks awesome. Um, this is the third Dinobot that uh, that I will have in the set. Um, I already have the Gutter, which is the Snarl. I have Grasser, which is the Slag. And uh, this is going to be their sludge. And I'm so excited to get this piece. Um, a lot of people are complaining uh, already uh, because the pre-order was just launched. And it's uh, around 200 in the U.S. And then we're still waiting to see what the overseas price is going to be. Um, there are There's a couple uh, retailers overseas that are already posting. But um, I'm, I'm waiting for a couple specific uh, people to, to post. Um, but yeah, this is really awesome. Uh, I'm a fan of Gigapower. They really feel like they're unlike any other third-party company. They're they're not. They're, they it feels like they're just a bunch of of fans that want to build Dinobot. Mm. They don't make anything else. They make yeah. nothing. Yeah. There's nothing else. They don't make little pocket. They make nothing except these Dinobots for for years. Yeah, I was gonna like, say for three by. years, right? That's yeah, three years. That's it. They just put time and time and time into making the best Dinobots that they they feel is is gonna is gonna hit the market. And these are the largest size Dinobots you're ever gonna get. So for me, I'm using these in actual Dino mode. This set is is all in Dino mode. It's not in robot mode, and they're just massive. They're awesome. They come with a lot of accessories, really cool flame accessories, um, and and I I just love I love it. I love the quality. If you've seen any of any of my videos I've done, my reactions from the time I opened the box, I'm just super excited the whole way through, and. Uh, it's just I I will wait I will wait until they complete it and um, and that's it. So now for me because uh, gutter you know is is top on my list. So because it's taken so long for for new molds to come out, they've released their previous molds in countless other versions. So do you have a suggestion for someone like me? So this one is marked as Chrome and I know that they're gutter <laughs> and they're, and I don't forget. I forget right. what so their the, name okay, so the, the chrome, is. Yeah. Let but, me explain how Giga power okay. does. Giga power releases the Chrome version for every single figure. So they're going to, they're going to do, they've, they've got the Chrome for gutter. That's the first now, one. Is this vac metalized Chrome. It's or the, do they yeah. just mean silver paint? No, it's it's chrome. It's chrome. Yeah, okay. it, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to, if you want to watch my videos or watch whoever's videos, it doesn't matter. But yeah, it's 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 chrome. It's back metal chrome. Um, okay. And the the paint, the painting is so awesome on these figures, guys. The the it's rich, like the metallic. They use you know the blues and the reds, the metallics. Um, but you know, they, they do have, you know, this actual vac metal chrome. There's a lot of die cast. Um, they're real, real good. And you know, it's a third party figure. So you do, you gotta be careful with the tails. Um, I explain how the joints are, you know, there is, there is some, there are some sections of the tail that are kind of fragile, but you, you can't ham hand it. This is not, you know, as Roma collectors say that, you know, you don't finger bang it, you know, they, you know, you, you, you got, these are, these are expensive toys and you know you got to treat them with with care um and you got to wear your gloves um 
Yeah, so they're always going to come out with the Chrome first, and then they will release the metallic version. So you'll have uh, Giga Power will do two versions of every single figure that every Dinobot they release. So that you just have to make the decision which direction you want to go. So this is Chrome vac metalized, and then the other one is uh, shiny it's, paint. It's shiny paint, which is the metallic. Okay. Metallic is going to be um, yeah, it's going to be the, the painted. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so Something that impresses me with this is it looks like you get a, a chrome tail and the smoke tail. Yes, they all have, they all have the plastic pieces, okay. uh, so it's not it's not an actual replacement tail, but it is an actual plastic piece that actually clips right onto it, and oh. uh, it, it, it does give you that toy feel because it's an actual smoked piece of uh, of of uh, uh, acrylic crazy yeah because it in the picture with the plastic piece it looked like it was gold underneath it that's what made me think it's not it's not gold it, it's actually silver it's a silver tail the way the smoke looks it's, it's the way the smoke yeah yeah it's no it's silver tail yeah yeah all right well these guys are awesome like if you ever want to communicate with them they're awesome to talk talk to you can talk to them on facebook and stuff i mean they're really good these these guys are like just fans that want to make Dinobots, and that is the coolest thing. They don't care about anything else. So, yeah, I'm with it. I'm with it, and I don't care that they raised. You know, everyone got ticked off that the price point went up to because because um, you know the they last figure one hundred fifty, right? Yeah, it oh. was like one thirty. Oh, wow. and then the shipping was like fifteen bucks shipping. But I mean, you can you know I don't know. I, it was like around one hundred thirty, one hundred forty bucks, and. Um, yeah, and and the, and now this is you know up to two hundred. You know, fine, whatever. You know, I mean, everyone else is charging two hundred, so you know why can't they? You know, and it's yeah. a math toy. These things dwarf the fans' toys. They dwarf them. Yeah, that that was the big thing with me is is my Dinobots need to be thirty three to fifty percent bigger than a Wheeljack, twenty five percent. 20 to 25 percent bigger than an mp10 and these are the only ones coming in at that scale so all right uh, new masters of the universe classics pre-orders open october 2nd all right so so we know lotus is all out uh <laughs> peter are you all in just for the filmation oh okay so not no classics, no horde mummy, no horde computer. Mm, just because I don't know them. Sorry. It's okay. You don't watch Shira? Yeah. How dare you? Off the no. show. You're off it. <laughs> we gotta get burn on here with his doll. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um so I'm all in on both. Uh wow. yeah. Um, filmations is a no filmation is a no brainer. Um, oh. I'm going to be into that until they get past characters I care about. And then I'm a horde fanatic. I'm a, uh, rock Lord to uh, borrow a term from the GoBots uh, fanatic. And I'm a movie fanatic. So the classic ones, yeah. <laughs> They're done. Like, it, definitely both. Um, I can do it with confidence because I will have to have a job by then. 
so uh i'm all in on him uh Nice. Nanny faces. Have you seen anything that shows that he has different faces? Nope. Yeah, me Never. neither. Does he have yeah. LED eyes, or is that just the way the picture is? Or is that real LED eyes? No, it's it's just <laughs> gloss white or something on there. Oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, that's the big question, is even Pixel Dan that did a walkthrough at PowerCon with it uh, didn't Either he didn't reveal or they didn't let him know. But, I mean, the top looks like it comes off. There's a huge seam between everything. There's a huge seam between his face and the and the outer. I can't imagine that it doesn't. And mm. it's, so you would pull up, you would pull that up and then... And then that would that would release the mechanism to have his face spin. You would kind of in the classics version, that's what you had to do. You pulled that whole top piece off. It was like an armor piece, uh, or no, Lotus. I, yeah, uh, yeah, Lotus. Peter, do you remember? Would yeah, it yeah, spin yeah. without it taking it off? Um, you pull the red piece top part off then you can remove the faces then. Okay. With the classics version, it had a little knob on the top, like the vintage toy did. Mm. But I, uh, like Peter was saying, you still had to pull it off. You could turn it and then put it back on. Mm. So, but this doesn't seem to have any of that because filmation didn't have the little turning knob at the top, but I can't imagine that it's not going to be that way. Is that, um, is Merman, is that Merman's actual weapon or is that something that they just made? Looks like I'm kind of, I'm wanting some corn on the cob now. I think that, (laughs) is that like a skewer for corn on the cob? It's an homage to his vintage toy weapon that Mm. made a brief appearance in the animated oh. series and and that's why the the one that came out with his toy was very uh symmetrical and everything was very just so and this one because it only makes a brief appearance in the animated they they make it a little more uh uh non-conventional you know a little bit more erratic design so that, that's the sword of rockish <laughs> is that what that is? Is that what it says? Sort of, sort oh, of rock, rocka, rockish or something? Let's see. Merman, the amphibious servant, spear of the coal. Yeah. Sword of rockish. I didn't even know it was called that in the okay. freeze ray gun. The spear, I don't remember that from the cartoons, but that. The nice thing is, is because these are still designed by the Four Horsemen, you know that these are something that appeared in the cartoon and mm. something that is exquisitely detailed to the cartoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't remember it, but I, I have faith that these are faithful reproductions of something we would have seen. <laughs> Yeah, like a five-star hardcore fan would know those. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but us, us casuals, you know, uh, us casuals with uh, our, our collections can take mm-hmm. faith. 
Uh, let's see. 40th anniversary disappointments. Amazon starts sending out cancellation notice for uh, 40th anniversary R2-D2 and Han Solo. So two of the hardest so to find. Yeah, I I am glad that I have mine. My 40th is <laughs> done. I'm not even thinking about it anymore. Uh, but that's shitty. How long has it been? I mean, that R2 released three, four months ago. And Amazon just kept people waiting and is like finally like, nope, sorry. Not getting your shit. Mm. So that's kind of sad. Uh, if anybody's interested, I do have a, a full case on pre-order that I pre-ordered Whoa. from my comic book service four months ago when I was, when I was like, oh, I think these are going to be hard to find. And I, I completed a collection just by hunting the pegs. Um, so if anyone's interested, let me know, uh, I'll sell it at cost. Uh, wow. but, uh, it's not guaranteed to arrive and, and these cancellation emails are making it much less likely that I will see that case from my comic book dealer. Mm. Uh, Jaina solo pre-order. This is our, it, this is the 1200 reach post, right? Peter? Yep. Let me he see called here. it too. He was like, oh, <laughs> 1100. Uh, he called it too when he, he posted his uh, Qui Gon Jin uh, uh, SH Figure Arts and Black Series comparison. Is that right? Yes, yes. Yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, did a comparison. That mm-hmm. one hit five, six thousand when within a few hours. He's like, "You haven't seen anything yet." And I was like, "Oh God, <laughs> Peter, come on!" And then, yeah, sure enough, Jaina Solo, eleven thousand people reach. Uh, not a fan. That's it's her and her pilot outfit. I realized through the fiction spoiler that that's where she's most comfortable. Uh, but I got my. But you got your pre-order in. Yeah, BBTS, 25 bucks. I can cancel if it becomes easy to find. Uh, What about you, Peter? Who'd you go with? Nobody yet. (laughs) Surprise, right? The person who posted all this? What? Is she still available? Entertainment Earth, I assume, still has her. Um. I heard here's what I heard um, they're coming she's come out in the wave okay? okay and she comes out in a solid full case oh okay mm. so yeah it won't be it yeah so, entertainment earth still has her available to pre-order so so yeah you guys will be able to get her don't worry it's uh, everybody's panicking and they're just <laughs> pre-ordering now and stuff but uh, that's good but uh, yeah, hey, you never know. They might cancel the case. Who knows? But <laughs> something, something to change, right? <laughs> yeah, we had a uh, a listener or a fan or a homie uh, post like, wouldn't it be amazing to see her in three and three quarter black series? And uh, I checked the eBay prices on the Jason and Jaina Solo. <laughs> They're over $100 yeah. for the Legacy yeah. Collection versions of them. Oh my god! And they're I, really hard to find. 
Yeah. Yep. And and I have her, and and somehow she never got opened. So. Oh, you do. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's the last wave of that series. Yeah, yeah. That if for the most part, you either had to special order it or catch it at Toys R Us, like the day they opened it. Wow. Uh, speaking of Toys R Us, uh, Titans Return RC. So for you, Lotus is going to be available as a Toys yeah. R Us exclusive. That's insane. Everybody's I, freaking out. I couldn't imagine that they would have enough distribution at Hascon or even Hasbro toy shops to really get rid of these. So this this makes sense, you know. So uh, does it mean Rex will be at Toys R Us? That's that. <laughs> that's the big question, right? You know. Mm. Uh, Rex and what was uh, I guess they were the two major ones there was a magic yeah. oh, and gathering Deadpool. one it was a Deadpool. oh yeah the X-Force yeah that X-Force will come out in some wave sometime with less mm-hmm. accessories or something but yeah so don't fret don't pay scalper prices I mean that RC 25 bucks Hasbro Toy Shop, uh, she's going for seventy to eighty right now on eBay. So cool. don't don't pay those. It's uh, don't believe the hype. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, October fifth is when she'll be available. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, red card exclusive Red Stormtrooper. And this is uh, Funko, so any true action figure collectors don't get happy. I just included this because I'm a red card holder, and I love the red Stormtrooper. <laughs> I hate Funko. I will most likely not own one of these, but I thought it was kind of interesting that they're doing a pre-order on Target.com, and the only people that can pre-order it, at least, will be red card holders. Hmm. So, I think that's... I mean, they've done red card-only promotions in the past. Uh, so, for people that don't know, this is their debit or credit card uh, offering. The amazing thing is, is I hate opening credit accounts with stores, but this is a debit. It doesn't go against your credit record, your report. You tie it right into your bank account, and you get all the same features. You get free shipping online on almost off. everything. Yep, 5% off. So depending on your tax bracket, it's like free tax some places. Yep. Awesome. You know? Uh, and, and it's just really interesting that this is the first time at least in our community that they're doing a red card only pre-order or purchase. Maybe it's a purchase only in store. Oh no, it says on target.com. Okay. I was like, could you imagine if you tried to buy something in store and they're like, where's your red card? Nope. Get out of line. No, no Funko for you, you know, kind of shit. <laughs> Uh, let's see. True exclusives are also up on there from San Diego Comic-Con. You've got the Gree, and it looks like that's available mm. for shipping. Last time I looked, 
Oh no, shipping not available. So you have to find it in store. Uh, so hopefully they have some around you. I've seen them in the store here. I saw one. Or no. In one of my Toys R Us, I saw three. And in another Toys R Us, a week later, I saw one. So they're, they're out there. They're flying off the shelves. But check their... Uh, uh, free store pickup, and they'll tell you where they're in stock. Although my homie that got me the Gree from San Diego Comic-Con, he forgot, or not forgot, he thought he could pick one up on Sunday from the Entertainment Earth booth, and they were sold out. So he, he was like, uh, yeah, I need one of those Grees that I sent you. And uh, he said he had done two site-to-store orders, and both of them got canceled because while the site showed they had them in stock, when they actually tried to go find one to fulfill his order, they couldn't find any. Hmm. So be be prepared for that. Um, Deluxe Ray pre-sold out. So, again, good thing on the Toys R Us designer part. It says, this pre-sale item has reached the maximum limit and cannot be added to the cart. So wow. they're just saying the pre-sale sold out. You know? Uh, this is the Deluxe Ray. Uh, so Jedi Ray with soft goods right there, written off my list. And then you pay an hmm. extra 15 bucks to get some kind of, like, engine. Mini diorama. Yeah, engine engine display base. It's not even a diorama. It's just a display base, you know? Mm. So, so, AAA, I I know you're all about posing. You're all about setting up. Are these deluxe versions, like, high on your list or not really? Uh... No, not really. I think I'm just going to wait. I'm just going to wait on the next episode, Ray, to buy any more Ray. That is, because okay. I'm just have way too many Ray figures at the <laughs> moment. <laughs> I can't have too many of those now. <laughs> and you're not a huge Star Wars fan, Lotus, but uh, <laughs> the uh, the addition of a display piece raises the value instrumentally uh maybe if you see it or you don't care if it's the same figure i mean i'm all about dioramas so like uh, i'm waiting for uh x trans or not x trans bots x2 toys to release their teletran one mm-hmm. so um i mean they ha- there's not even a pre-order up yet but once they do i'm all about diorama so I love having additional pieces, um, you know, behind my figures. Um, I don't have a whole lot of it right now, but I, I definitely, uh, I definitely like the idea of having a figure and having some sort of a diorama piece. It, it, it tells a story, and that's why I love statues because statues tell a story. That's one thing that you know most action figures don't. You know, you're just you're taking the figure and you're putting it into whatever your story is, or you're just putting it on the shelf, you know, whereas in a statue it usually is part of an actual story. So that's true. Very, very poignant. I love it. You know, 
You know what I do though. Um, I I give you guys a little advice. If you guys can go to like um, some kind of uh, secondhand shop where they sell toys, mm-hmm. go through their bins. You'll find these diorama pieces. That's what I go and find them because I don't want to buy the entire figure that costs like let's say thirty five dollars, and I don't want Ray. I'd rather have that diorama pieces for my photography shooting. So I I would pick up these pieces for like little as a dollar. Because they're just in this bin, and I find use of them. And I have a box full of just these plastic pieces and take pictures of. <laughs> um, if you remember my Master of the Universe, um, Chief Conovis versus Clawful mm. Slick. I'll show you. Yep. That's made out of one, two, three, four diorama pieces. And then I put them all together and Photoshopped it. So it looks like. It they look like they're in the in an actual scene. <laughs> that's awesome. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, and that that's an amazing way, you know, especially when it's just like a turbine or an engine part. Like, who gives a shit? You know, may yeah. maybe that that scene is instrumental in the new movie. We won't know that until it comes mm-hmm. out. But you know, yeah, if you just need a piece of engine to stand behind your you know, hero standing there uh, prolifically, then yeah, I think that's an amazing idea, AAA. Mm. All right. Well, we're two hours in. Only two more segments to go, so if uh, Peter doesn't have a mega haul, we should hopefully get out under two and a half hours. Uh, But we're going to go ahead and take a break, and we'll be back after these messages. Peace. Peace. Who are you? I'm Manny Faces with the power to change from man to robot to monster. Oh, no. He-Man, He-Man. He-Man sold separately. Hi, old friend. Hi. He-Man. He's your friend? Friend and ally. He's just kind of weird sometimes. In specially marked packages, Manny Faces comes with five extra weapons. He-Man and Manny Faces each sold separately. Part of the Masters of the Universe collection from Mattel. Alright guys, welcome back. Well, we thought we might have Peter for a little bit longer, but nope. Uh, he he had a time limit and we had extended it and we were hoping no one would notice, but that wasn't the case. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll be reading uh, Peter's Toy Hall and it'll just be Lotus and I here. Uh, uh, it'll Lotus and me here for the last part of the show. Uh, I'll I'll handle his after yours. Lotus, did you get anything amazing in the last couple of weeks? No, I mean honestly, I just been so busy personally that I haven't even opened up my uh, Ultimate, and uh, I'm I'm sad that I haven't been able to play with any toys. So um, yeah, I haven't bought anything. I'm I'm just. Uh, I need to really get caught up on stuff. So I have a lot of stuff to open. I just haven't got a chance to open it and relax. So, Yeah, I, I can't imagine. So how many square feet of sod have you laid? Um, so that's uh, that would be five pallets times four. So that's 2,000 square feet oh, so far. <laughs> that's more square footage than my entire house top and bottom so yeah i, I could see why you might be a little busy <laughs> it's, it's uh 
Yeah, it's it's really it's your knees. It's your knees that, that you know hurt you. You know, at each piece of sod weighs a good ten to twelve pounds. So you just you lift it up. You know, place it down. You got to kick it, kick it left, kick it right. You know, you gotta you gotta lock all the pieces together like Lake. So. Yeah, yeah, no fun. No, no fun. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. As far as, as far as Peter goes, uh, so he found the black series three and three quarter elite Praetorian guard, SH figure arts, Qui-Gon Jinn, hence his post black series has con six inch captain Rex, which we made fun of the deco. Uh, yeah, the deco on that is awful. Uh, and, and he listens to this. This is what I love. Everybody I've ever recorded this show with is like, fuck no, I don't listen to it. But Lotus edits the show now, and he listens to it from beginning to end. Big props to you. And and Triple uh, A says he listens too. So now when people drop off, I can talk shit, and they'll actually hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yes, he liked it. I just think it looks awful. Um, and then, uh, something we haven't talked a lot about is the Disney elite premium 11 inch Darth Vader. Uh, so this is Disney's way of doing an in run, um, around the 12 inch, uh, license that Sideshow and Hot Toys holds for uh, Star Wars, and they do an 11 inch premium action figure with, uh, I think the last time we talked about it, it was somewhere in the upper 30s to 40 points of articulation. So, okay. not a slouch. And I know when Peter uh, ran into him, he kind of fell in love with him. So, uh, great figures if that's a scale you like. Um, let's see, for me, uh, I found the old Luke Black Series three and three quarter. Uh, uh, people that have been, uh, uh, haven't ever seen, in my case, the wave that has the sand people. Uh, Royal Guards, uh, uh, Billy D, uh, Lando Calrissian. I, at my King Supers, which it's different all around the country. For some people, it's a Ralph, it's a Kroger's, it's a City Market. They have like 20 different uh, things. Kroger is like the parent brand. Uh, I got a little uh, island uh, one of the little kickers or whatever you want to call it. And it had three shelves of black series figures with those waves in it. Uh, somebody had already gotten all the Royal guards. Um, but I was able to get a sand person and, uh, I had already had a Billy D, but if I needed a Billy D, there was a few of those available. Uh, so keep an eye out if you have a Kroger or a similar grocery store. Uh, mine was in my seasonal, so it was along with all the Halloween stuff. Uh, <laughs> but I uh, was able to get him, and he was five bucks off. He was fifteen bucks. 
the the week that they had put him out. So that was kind of cool. Cool. Uh, speaking of five points of articulation, uh, I would never pay $8 for a figure, but would I pay $8 for four figures? Yes, I would. Uh, I got the Jetta Revolt at Best Buy. Mine had it clearance for eight bucks. Wow. Uh, so this was the one that came with the Imperial uh, tank. It's the tank driver. And then it also comes with Forrest Whitaker, lazy eye and all. Well, point, well painted. Very well painted. I I was like, oh, they're going to botch a lazy eye. When they need to have a lazy eye, they won't paint it that way. But, you know, (laughs) Uh, but it's really good. Uh, The hose is not removable. It's glued in, you know, his little, uh, he was a huffer, you know, so he was huffing shit all during Rogue One. Uh, It's not removable, but he does have it. Uh, and then it came with my first Jin Urso figure that I've ever owned. And then the, uh, the guy, he's one of the mercenaries for, uh, gay, not Galen Urso, uh, uh, for Forrest Whitaker and they call him two tubes. Uh, he was also included. I can't even find him. Oh, there he is. Because he has two tubes coming out of his face. That's why they call him two tubes. But or yeah. bait. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Eight bucks for the four pack. I couldn't pass cool. that up. Um, oh, shit. I did get some bad things I shouldn't have got. Uh, I uh, got a Planet uh, Planet X 3-pack. So their uh, paddles. I've always wanted the paddles. Uh, Their slag and their sludge. No, not sludge. Uh, yeah, sludge. So I got them, and that was one of those deals I couldn't pass up. Uh, after, if you bought all three of them, their shipped price, even with fees, it was one fifty for all three of those. That's so yeah, yeah, even on even on not employed, <laughs> I couldn't pass yeah. that up. Those are and those are those are deluxe size, right? They're a little bit smaller than Voyager. No, a little bit smaller than Voyager. Okay. They're they're uh, they're a nowadays Voyagers. Okay. Okay. So yeah, um, they weren't Voyagers from five years ago. Right. Right. So uh, I think that's it. I can't think of anything else. So yeah, not too much on my on my front, but some oh uh, some GI Joe stuff. I got a Tiger Force Steel Brigade. Uh, so this is one of the Black Major customs. Uh, it even comes. Uh, uh, 
with a, it's a grayish blue. It's a little bit more gray than a blue. I wish it would have been a blue weapon. Um, and then another black uh, major, a toxic viper, which is neon pink and neon green to match the Toxo Lab. That's cool. G.I. Joe? Yeah. So, uh, uh, Black Major and Red Laser are these guys doing uh, factory production runs of custom vintage G.I. Joe figures. And the paint is amazing. I mean, the paint on this Tiger Force figure, so as Tiger Stripes, is better than anything you've ever seen on a vintage figure or on a lot of modern figures. So, awesome. yeah, impressive. I I posted a haul picture. Oh, the PowerCon exclusives. I got those too. <laughs> yeah, I'm like now I'm thinking of my haul picture. So yeah, I'm unemployed and spending way too much <laughs> money. I have a problem. Please stop me. At least Please. you're writing it down. At least you're keeping track. <laughs> At least you got an Excel doc to keep track of it all. So. Exactly. So I could just fucking kick myself when I'm <laughs> applying for food stamps and having to live off of the other, other people. All right. Let's get into grab bag. Uh, let's see here. I got so into my haul, I closed my, my browser here. Yeah, you got Abrams in here. Oh, yeah. Abrams to direct episode nine. So uh, if you're with us a couple weeks ago, we announced that uh, episode nine director had been given the boot and surprise, surprise, JJ Abrams is back to helm the franchise for the last of the sequel trilogy. Oh my God. Can't believe we have a sequel trilogy. It's amazing. (laughs) Uh, So, uh excited i don't know uh the force awakens was a homage slash knockoff of star wars so uh i think the last jedi will really dictate uh what we see of the franchise a lot of people are rumoring that the Last Jedi is literally The Empire Strikes Back, and that's what they're going to do with it. Is they're going to mirror it? I don't know. So, again, unfortunately, Lotus is like, hey, great, another another <laughs> space war movie. I, I will go see it when it's in the dollar theater. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm I'm liking that new Orville. I don't know if you're watching. If you oh, watch, I love it. I love I'm liking it. it. That Seth MacFarlane. Like originally, like I thought it was, you know, <laughs> was it, it was supposed to be like a stupid comedy. But I'm on the third episode, and it, it's actually good. They're having real missions and stuff. So it it really has that old school, you know, generations vibe. You know, and and you're gonna hate me. Is that's oh. all the reasons why I don't like it as much? Oh, really? <laughs> you don't like? You never like Generations? No, I love Generations, oh. but uh, uh, I wanted much more dick and fart jokes. Oh, okay, I got there, you. There's gotcha. not enough, and I read a review that like it's so impressive that there's so little dick and fart jokes. Yeah, and I'm like, no, I wanted so many more, but uh, the first. Sec- up- 
had had a you know a decent amount of comedy. The second one had some comedy. The third episode, I felt it was very serious. I I have not seen the third episode, yeah. so yeah. so no spoilers there. But uh, the second one, the second one's the zoo, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, the zoo was amazing. I mean, just so introspective and funny, and not enough dick and fart jokes, but. You know, I I'm loving it, so I agree. I agree. Something to check out, and then uh, from a certain point of view. So normally we only do one grab bag, but we had to have two. You had to talk about Abrams uh, directing the last of the sequel trilogy. Uh, but this is another thing. This is from a certain point of view. Audiobook exclusive. Uh, and the byline here is John Hamm as Boba Fett leads an all-star cast. So this is 40 stories uh, for the celebration of the 40th anniversary. And these are basically coming from wherever, uh, but they're all uh, canon because anything done nowadays is canon. There's not a thing called the EU. So this is kind of amazing that they're going to fall all over in the timeline. And uh, some of the voice actors are amazing. It's 40 different authors. Uh, and it says, uh, Collection retelling different moments from the Star Wars literary history. We wanted to use the audiobook as an opportunity to work with an all-star cast of narrators, i.e., uh, i.e. big names and matched veteran uh oh sorry uh audiobook is an opportunity we matched our veteran star wars narrators with stories that suited their talents and from there we dreamed big and reached out to people who might have been interested in celebrating this landmark 40th anniversary project uh so amazing and i didn't Again, I'm horrible. I just click into these. I didn't even realize there's kind of an interview here, but uh, go check that out. Uh, John Hamm, obviously, is a big one. Are you seeing any names that stand out to you in no. this uh, long list? I'm, and I, honestly, I'm I'm bad with I'm just bad with names. I don't. I really don't know too much about actually names of of directors, writers, actors. <laughs> I I know that I can see the faces, but I'm really really bad with the names. It just I I don't uh, I guess I don't care. <laughs> don't care. And I care, but I'm horrible with the names too. I like I really wish I could remember people's names. I my my daughter's godparents have this massive family and they do these huge events at their house nearly every special occasion. And it's a big thing where we all go and it's it's 20 to 30 people every time. I see these people 5 times a year in my life and I have no idea what their fucking names are it's <laughs> awful i feel like the worst person in the world they've seen my daughter grow up they've seen my wife pregnant some of them some of them uh commented on our wedding pictures when we posted those and i have no idea what their names are 
So <laughs> I'm right there with you. Like this is the, it, it, there's the whole cover is names and I'm like, Oh, Ashley Eckstein. I know her, uh, Pablo Hidalgo. He's, he's the, one of the holocron guys. Um, let's see. I thought I saw some, somebody else's name that I really knew, but that's how bad Paul Dini. I, I know that name. I don't know. I couldn't tell you what he looks like, but that's a famous name. Uh, but for people that do love names, there's lots of names here. So check out yeah. the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> and go look at some of the names. Uh, Paul S. Kemp. I know that name. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to laugh at myself because I'm the exact same way. I, I give two shits about somebody's name. I'm like, oh, it's that person from that show. Uh, Transformers, new Kickstarter, new photographic archive book of yep. vintage toys. Uh, I, I'm really digging the separation in the two volumes that they're toting here. Uh, so the first one, where is the precise description? Uh, starts at 84 to, to 1990 for yeah. the volume. Yeah. For the U S and then 85 mm-hmm. to 92, uh, for Europe and the Asian markets. Mm-hmm. So they got the 3D spin going on. Uh, I think I've probably asked you before. Book guy, not book guy. I'm uh, I'm not really a book guy. Um, I mean, I I do have the uh, uh, so there you go. I'm bad with names again, and I have that name uh, <laughs> top of my head. But I have the legacy book. I bought that. Transformers Legacy. I bought that two years ago, I think. I'm bad with the names. I uh, know, me too. Oh, Jim no. It doesn't even have. It doesn't have his name on the cover. I'm looking at the book. It doesn't have his name on the cover. The book is behind <laughs> glass, so uh, it's behind glass. You can't get to it. <laughs> so uh, it's preserved behind glass. Um, so it looks cool. I don't, I don't know what I've never cracked the spine. <laughs> it's just it looks nice. Uh, I'll have to send Peter a, a, a picture of it because he likes all the stuff behind glass that is not touched. So now, so these books, then obviously not a lot of interest in. No, I mean, I know. I mean, it's it's awesome. You know, um, I, I guess if if I I don't have so the way my the way my house is, is is set up, I don't have an actual coffee table per se in the middle of my living room. Okay. I guess if I had a really nice large coffee table or something, I would love to have these books on the coffee table. But then I'd be really scared for someone to spill a drink. So I don't know, maybe not. I'd probably put them under glass. I'd probably have a coffee table made of glass and then have them sandwiched in between the glass. And that way, if someone spills on it, it wouldn't go through. So that's probably what I would do. It's <laughs> an idea. My next project. Okay. So, yeah, I, mean, I, love, I love the idea. I mean, I love the idea. I love the art. 
Um, you know, Bryce, he's, he's, ta- he's making some awesome, taking some awesome uh, photos. I mean, they're just beautiful. Uh, it's, 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 it's beautiful. So the black matting is really interesting. Like that's what, I think that's what grabs my attention. Oh yeah. Most, is yeah. That black matting. And that, that costs a lot more money because that's all, that's all ink, yeah. you know? Yeah, exactly. They literally have to cover the whole page in ink, which is going to cost money. And then, you know, the, the, um, the, the picture, you know, is, is overlaid, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's a beautiful bit, beautiful. I mean, I, even the, um, I like the design, the design of the, uh, of the covers as well. You know, they, they kind of have the, uh, you know, it look, you know, almost look like it has the, you know, the metal, the metal edges, you know, um, it's, it's really neat. It looks really cool. Yeah. And we're not, and, and this is one of the more pricier, uh, book kickstarters that we've seen, uh, Volume two is going to be 50, but volume one for us here in the U.S. will be 65, or you can do a uh, double up on those at 110. Um, so yeah, not cheap. Uh, the books total approximately is that, so it looks like over the two volumes, you're looking at 500 pages, which is pretty freaking impressive. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think it comes down to if you're a book person and I, I'm a book person when they did, uh, when Philip Reed did like the third party books, uh, like, uh, five or six years ago and they were 20 bucks, but this is a little pricey at 55 bucks. Um, yeah, but like, like I said, I mean, it's, it's going to be quality. I mean, the, the photography is amazing, and then you've got the, you know, like you said, the pages, you know, being all black, and then to put the image, you know, to overlay it on top of that black background just makes everything pop, and uh, it's it's beautiful, you know, it really is. Uh, let's see, Masters of the Universe, uh, a book here as well, the unofficial Masters of the Universe Classics Guide. Now, this uh, this was Peter's article, so I, I don't know a ton about it. Not that I knew a ton about the Transformers one either. I think that was Peter's article as well. <laughs> um, but this is actually in Spanish. It needs to be translated. Um, but it looks to be a guide up until the first wave of Super 7 figures. Um, 39 euros, 40 euros. How's the dollar right now in regard to the euro? Oh, it's peso. Oh, yeah, it's got the E. Yeah, yeah it, it, it may be uh, Spain. $48 American. Yeah. Um, what I was curious to ask him, and the reason why I didn't read into this further was I was hoping you'd tell me, is if this will be in English or Spanish. Espanol. I would imagine. Well, yeah, I don't know. 292 pages. That's a decent amount of pages. Shit, yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that was exciting. Way to go, Peter. 
you're ruining our whole grab bag because all of your <laughs> articles are in grab bag. <laughs> um, okay, so this is my article. G.I. Joe Comics uh, from IDW Publishing are at a crossroads. Uh, so this is one of those uh, public interest stories more than anything. It, I, I don't really necessarily think it has a lot to do with the brand. Although people are taking very firm stances on it and want to express themselves through the brand. Uh, but basically, one of the uh, artists or authors of the IDW G.I. Joe comics uh, uh, posted some really, uh, um, for some people, offensive, I think depending on what, what side you stand on in regard to the way he's approaching this, it could be offensive to you. It could be like right on. That's how I feel too. And neither one is wrong in my opinion. And, and I think people took this really the wrong way and, and are kind of crucifying us or crucifying this guy, but it's his follow-up fucking messages where he kind of crucifies himself um so what start off what started off as an expression of somebody's experience did kind of turn into this kind of horrible thing and and basically this guy posted on twitter oh good it's self-centered national tragedy remembrance from people who weren't anywhere near New York City Day. So, obviously talking about 9-11, depending on what your experience was, where you were, your level of uh, sensitivity to other people, uh, your political views, you have a completely different view on this than anybody else around you. Um, this is this guy's opinion. This guy was a New Yorker. He stood in lower downtown while this happened. And is from this tweet, in my opinion, is a little upset that people co-opted his experience to be whatever they wanted to make it, you know? Um, not in all not in and of itself a horrible thing to say, uh, a little disturbing. Um, he's an artist, one way or another. Uh, but uh, people just kind of went off, and then he kind of went off. And it's, it, it's a big, long story. Again, take a look at the show notes. Uh, very last link at the show notes is the G.I. Joe grab bag. Uh, Justin Bell takes the stance that he is not going to read this person's comics ever again. Hmm. And that's kind of more what I want to talk about. I love gay people. I think anybody should be married. I think you should be able to express your love, your sexuality, your amorous, your, your like for anybody you should want. I still eat Chick-fil-A. I still shop at Hobby Lobby. 
I don't do either of those things on Sunday because they choose to give their employees the day off to worship or be with family. How many of them are actually with their family or worshiping? Who knows? I still shop at those places, even though they do not condone a lifestyle, a, a, a biological, uh, a biological way of life that I have no problem with, but I don't choose to boycott them. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your stances, Lotus? Do you, and again, it's horrible. I feel like saying, do you irrationally boycott Walmart because even though you can get something cheaper there, they're screwing their employees. And to me, like, I'm like, wait, it's not irrational. For some people, that's their life. You know, like that's, they have to live with a substandard wage because Walmart wants to save me three cents on broccoli. You know, you know, I, I try not to, uh, get sucked into a lot of the social media stuff that, that happens and, and turn stuff around. And, um, you know, I try to pick and pluck what I feel is important but yeah, uh, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm just like you where, you know, I, I shop wherever, you know, I, and it, so, you know, Chick-fil-A, uh, you know, if you bring up Chick-fil-A, you know, it's, 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 it's interesting because, you know, obviously they are, you know, uh, they have a, you know, very strong, uh, belief, uh, you know, uh, Christianity belief, and, uh, you know, it's, it's great that that's what they're, you know, they're based upon and, and that's their found foundation, I'm guessing. Um, I, I do feel when you go in there, there, the employees seem to be, uh, I, I don't, I don't want to say cultish, <laughs> but <laughs> it, it does feel different than McDonald's. You know what I'm saying? It, it feels different. And it it's not a bad different, you know. It just feels different, and that that's just that's fine, you know. But um, you know, I feel sometimes these places are a little too on the happy side, <laughs> um, and I'm not, you know, I'm just not always a happy person. Um, so you know, and you know, we haven't, you know, you don't really know me personally yet, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not your happy go lucky person all the time. So, um, I don't, I, if I want to go get a, you know, uh, a chicken, whatever. And you know, I, I just, uh, I, I don't, I, I just want to order my food and you know, I, I pay you, I pay you money and you serve me the food and that's it. I don't. I don't need you to encourage me. I don't need your encouragement. I don't need anything, anything like that. Uh, you know. And if I would have wanted something else from you, I would have asked you for it. Um, I don't need anything extra. And same thing for uh, some some of these grocery stores too. Um, there's a chain called Publix Grocery Stores, and they they also have that. Uh, that type of, um, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what it is. It's just, it's like they train their employees to, to be, uh, friendly, always happy and 
<laughs> happy. Like everyone is on a happy pill. And I don't know, maybe that's what they're doing is they're feeding everyone happy pills. But you know, it's not always good to just have a happy I don't believe these people. I don't believe that they're always happy. There's no way you can always be happy, you know? <laughs> so there's too much stress in life um, to, you know, so I don't know. Um, you know, everyone can do their own thing. I do my own thing. Um, I'm a lone wolf, so I, I do my own thing. Uh they can do their thing, and that's it. But I'm not going to boycott. You know, I go to Hobby Lobby all the time. I love. That's another. That's another story. I just love walking around. They've got cool stuff in there, and it gives me ideas. I'm very. I'm very like creative. I like to think about putting. You know, this together with this, and trying to figure out. They've. They've got sections of. You know, for for model building and little lights and. Uh, the other day I, I found, uh, it was in their clock section where you can build a clock. I found a, a, a double a battery that had a, um, that had a, uh, uh, basically an AC adapter on it. So it converts AC to DC, you know, to 1.5 volt. And so that was awesome that it was a hardwired, you know, you can plug it in the wall and it, it's for a clock. And I'm just thinking, I'm like, Oh man. You know, I could put that in my Hot Toys Batmobile, and that way I wouldn't have to worry about the batteries exploding because it's a fake battery. You know, it's essentially a fake AA battery that you would put into your clock, but then you'd plug it into the wall. So, you know, stuff like that, you know, it's just, to me, I'm just like, okay, well, there you go. You know, that's that's interesting to me. So I'm not going to boycott that store because when I take that battery up to the cashier, she just tries to pour her love out towards me and, and, and wants me to sign up for her next, uh, you know, revival or whatever. Uh, you know, it, it is what it is. You know, I just want to pay the money. And 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 walk out. So, but. so <laughs> I I only bring up those two examples. And what's up with Whole Foods? Let, let's let's talk about Whole Foods, no, okay? The, no, let's not. Let's no. not. <laughs> so that that is a very pragmatic point of view, and I love it. Uh, I love that you you simply can't just say that, and and like I say, I I hold no religious political belief in either direction, but I love that you just couldn't say that Chick Fil A and Hobby Lobby have good customer service. You're like they just seem like they're on happy pills all the they time. They are. They are. Come on. I don't understand. <laughs> they just teach them good customer service, like smile. Somebody. I want I want I want someone to follow uh, no, I don't want them to follow. I'm just saying I would really love to know if if when they clock out are, are they do they get in their car? Are they smiling as they're driving? <laughs> they're like, are yes, they please. Smiling go right like yeah. hey, this is so awesome. The traffic is awesome. The the the, the heat index is awesome. Everything is awesome. You are you are, uh, you are <clears throat> so Mrs. McFavorite and I am so Hobby Lobby and Chick-fil-A, it's not even funny. <laughs> I smile all the time, like I I fucking love life, even right now, unemployed. Uh, it, it, I love it. I love it that 
that you had that point of view. I really wish we had Peter on here to get his yeah, point of view. He misses the fun stuff. He's exactly. got to play a little bit later. Jesus. Maybe we need to switch him up, and we won't let people know. So we'll, re- we'll record grab bag like a third into the show and, and move <laughs> something back and then edit him back into place. Yeah, but uh, uh yeah it it's it's one of those things where i'm not i'm not a boycotter um i do volunteer i volunteered when i was a kid my mom spent her life volunteering i feel bad right now because it's been 10 years and i haven't volunteered to do anything so i do have that kind of do-gooder thing i i do always have a smile on my face and but I live with Mrs. McFavorite. I live with my my daughter's godfather is the exact same way. You smile at him too much and he thinks you're fake. And 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 I while I don't disagree that there is a huge right now especially this huge thing that just tell people what they want to hear all the time and that's how your life is great um and i struggle with that in my in my day-to-day because my jessica sees it i can i can be you know the the hardcore jock guy that's talking about football and 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 my dirt bike and 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 four-wheeling up in the mountains and then i can be that guy that's talking about javascript and react and css frameworks and you know then i can be the toy guy then i can be the movie guy and you know so i can i can talk with a lot of people on that same level and i find just as much joy um but miss mcfavorites even called me out and been like you're fake you're being fake and i'm like no it if I show genuine interest in something that maybe, yeah, I'm not going to drop everything when we get back to the house and look up that novel and read it. But if I show enthusiasm, to me, that's not being fake. If I tell that person, oh, I'm going home and I'm going to read that and then I never do, that to me is fake. Um but I think even in, in the most subdued jobs, the most mundane, repetitive jobs like fast food, uh, service, uh, retail, that kind of stuff, I think you could find happiness. And I think that smile and that, that like, let me help you can be true. It's not always going to be true and you can't expect it, but it can be true and... I don't know. I guess I just, I guess I just hope that somebody really is happy to help me and not just really happy because the next time they get written up, they're going to be fired. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I, like I said, I mean, I, I don't want people to be looking at my groceries, asking me what I'm going to make out of my groceries. I don't need you to analyze groceries for me. I am here to purchase your goods. I will pay you for these goods, and I'd like you to place them in the bag, or I will put them in the bag, and that's it. And I walk out. <laughs> I, they want to start. I, I wear, I wear my earbuds 
throughout the the stores. I'm listening oh, to your earbutter. I'm an earbutter. Okay, <laughs> they 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 buy they see the earbuds and they still talk to me. Now I have <laughs> good hearing. I have super awesome hearing, and I can hear them and I can read lips. So these people continue to have a conversation. So while I am listening to my music or my podcast, I will say just couple words to them and and that's it i don't want to have a conversation with them like they should respect the fact that i do have earbuds in there they should not be asking me for you know oh are you gonna make tacos tonight and you're gonna, you're gonna mix this in hey have you tried this with this i don't you know i don't need to talk to you i i just i don't it just i don't it i need i'm already calculating how many more cars are going to be in front of me in line of traffic to get out of this grocery store i'm already calculating that move i don't need you to be slowing me down i need there's a specific time for traffic and i need to get on my way and and home so i don't know it's just uh, you know that that service i'm paying for a service of going into the store to buy something you know that's 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 it i don't need anything else i don't need your help unless i'm asking for your help and i usually never ask for help i always try to research and do it on my own so oh god i i i love this if people could only only know how good of a time i'm having right now <laughs> This is what it's all about. It's all about people seeing things different ways. And, and I just want to, I want to let everybody know I'm not saying anything. At, I was I was I was from I'm from, from a very very strict religious family and I think that's why I have changed. So I the whole Star Wars thing, I wasn't allowed to have really hardly any toys. Um so this whole thing stems from, you know, being I wasn't allowed to listen to the regular radio. I was only allowed to listen to Christian radio, Christian radio, Christian cassette tapes. You know, they sent me to Christian concerts, um, had to go to church, you know, all of that stuff had to, you know, sing at the city mission, you know, all that kind of stuff, you know, is is what, you know, I grew up with. And, you know, so it's, I don't know. So none, none of the worldly things were part of my life. So Star Wars was missing. It wasn't there. And a lot of this stuff wasn't there. And the cartoons that I was able to latch on to, like Transformers, was something that kind of slipped by and I was able to watch and get hooked on. But um, I missed out on a lot of stuff, and I don't know. I I, I don't you know, and so I, I've I've kind of hardened, uh, I think because of that. You know, so that's actually so that's a good point. We're gonna we're, I'll make one more point, and we'll leave it at that. Is uh, when uh, we got pregnant is really important to Mrs. McFavorite. She grew up religious. Is really important to her for us to find a church. And it was important for her, for us to take Mackenzie. We had her baptized there. Uh, and then we started attending church there. And that was very important. And I was all about it. I, I grew up semi-religious. I kind of found my own religion uh, when I was in mid-school. And then uh, not much from there. 
and I was having a great time. Uh, we, we interacted with two or three different groups in the church and Jessica just totally got the brush off by a couple of them. And it was that exact same thing that she had grown up in her entire life with everybody smiling, shaking her hand, greeting her, loving her, and then just gone, you know? And, and when we started this new church, we felt the same way. And then we interacted with those few groups and it was just very much just back to real life. You know, people Mm -hmm. don't have time to spend doing stuff for you all the time or acting like they're enthusiastic about what's going on in your life. And that just turned her off of the church. You know, and it was kind of a crazy thing that she's just like, yep, done, like hypocrites. And (laughs) and it's kind of hard to, you know, because I can see it from people that just really want the best out of life for themselves and others and all that kind of stuff. And then I can see it in the way of like, yeah, people are just being fake. and, And it's just really hard to tell. So before... Anybody jumps to conclusions about an ear butter walking through the grocery store or a do-gooder doing too much, uh, just realize there's a thousand different ways you can come at life. And, and don't ever assume that somebody's doing something for the negative reasons. Try to assume they're always doing it for the positive reasons. It's not the easiest thing to do. It's actually the hardest thing out there. Uh, For some reason, we tend to fall into traps where we think people are doing something for some other reason. But sometimes people are just trying to help you out. (laughs) Mm, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. On that deep note, we've expanded that into 40 minutes or so, 45 minutes. Uh We'll see you sooner rather than later. Or later rather than sooner. Peace. Peace.
well trained by young apprentices. They will be no match for you. They will be well trained by young apprentices.